three, two. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Who wants to have some fun? I'm all about having fun. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, boy, is this great. Hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fun when we'll need plastic surgery to remove our smiles. I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Please have a party. Feed us drinks. Get us late. Wait a minute. There's no birthday party for me here. Hey, bro. You mind putting on some pants? I find it a little weird. I have to ask twice. Do you want to know what makes Daddy Magic's nipples hard? Are those sad tissues or happy tissues? like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamine. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? No sports, no rock, no information. For mindless chatter, we're your station. Cowboy. The Mike Rutherford Show. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'm head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts And find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint Buy an old drop top, find a spot for pimp Then I'm a kid, rock it up and right. down your block Go with All the block, the scotch, right. watch the fire yacht with the flags Ain't All right. chillin' the most Everybody, it is Friday, May 19th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show coming to you as always from the University of Louisville College of Business Studio. Visit business.louisville.edu to see what the UofL College of Business can do for you, including getting you your MBA in just 12 months. Business.louisville.edu. On the air today from 3 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the planet. You know what's better is the big X. Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey on a feel-good, almost football Friday. Are we allowed to say that? I feel like when, it's, when, it's, when we get to like almost summer, it's like, hey, football's almost here. I think every day from here until like the opening game is almost football. It's 99 days until the first day of the college football season. Not till Louisville's first game, but that week zero. Uh, with yesterday we're, we're under 100. That's awesome. Then it's football season. I feel like we're kids counting other days till summer. During summer, I can't the wait. Irony in it Could not be more excited. Uh, we want to hear from you today on the Thornton Sex Line. Hit us up at 502 414 1450. Should be a lively text line day. And a reminder Thornton's, uh, all sorts of stuff going on with Thornton's right now. We mentioned yesterday they've got the, the Kyle Bush affiliation now. They've got the Refreshing Rewards program heating up this summer, which includes an everyday fuel discount, the pedal to the metal sweepstakes, and that sponsorship of Kyle Bush. And the number eight Chevrolet Cam Camaro at the NASCAR All Star Race, which is coming your way this Sunday. Again, save yourself some money at the pump. Become a Refreshing Rewards member. Get an eighty-nine cent, thirty-two ounce drink inside any one of these seventy-six thousand six hundred twelve area Thornton's locations, and then text us at 502-414-1450. Plenty to get to today. Louisville baseball, pretty much keeping its season alive last night. We'll look ahead to what needs to happen these next two days for the Cards to uh, keep play going next week at the ACC tournament. Uh, Caleb Love, we got an update on that front. We'll play the transfer portal song. We'll do the song. We'll do the dance. We'll uh, we'll do all that good stuff. Crazy night in the NHL last night. Four overtime game that ended at like 2 a.m. I watched a decent amount of it. 
I was going to ask you how late, how much you were. I almost texted you around 1.30. I was actually to up. see if you were up watching it, because I actually was. I was up, and I decided to stop watching it at that point. I, like, <laughs> after the third overtime, I was like, I'm That's I'm true. flipping on like an old episode of American Dad and falling asleep. I went with How I Met Your Mother and fell asleep. Yeah, I was like, I, I, can't, <laughs> do, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I did the same thing. I woke up to my phone, the, the ESPN alert, like, do 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 and I was like, uh, I opened my eyes a little bit, and it was right there over Marshall's head was a, a thing that's saying that somebody scored a goal. I was like, all right. I don't even know who won. I'll be honest with you. I think it was Carolina, wasn't it? Because the Panthers scored in the first overtime. It got overturned. And then Carolina had like a wide open shot on goal where they hit the post in the second I, overtime. I think, I think it was it said the 79th minute is when he scored, too. It's too late. It was just too much. Uh, yeah. The Panthers won. It was okay. Florida won in four overtimes. Oh, no, four nights. That's like Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I already forgot which nickname went to which team. Apparently, the PA <laughs> announcer after the third overtime in Carolina was like, is like, that's the end of the, the third overtime period. We'll go to a fourth overtime, and he was like, and I am so, so, so sorry. Like, <laughs> fairly inside the arena, which would be, it's tough. I mean, that's a East Coast, and you're it's literally 2 a.m. on the East Coast when you're still playing. That would have been a, a long night. I think the Panthers, aren't the ones that had to, I don't think, he, I don't know if he still does it, the radio announcer, he would every time they'd score, he'd throw in, he'd like say a, like a random movie quote. I don't know that. He like, there'd be, a, there'd be a goal, and he'd be like, Goal! We're gonna need a bigger boat. And he just he always just throws some rain. You know, he'd go, Mom, meatloaf. Where's the meatloaf, Mom? I like that idea. He would and it, he, at some point you'd run out of like the catchy ones and you'd be like, Oh, there were some of you I would even have to like because if you look him up, like there's there's people who have done clips of them, like montages. And some of them even I would have to like look at the list and see like which movie that quote was from. I mean you'd be at a certain point you'd be like, Yeah. When you fired Andrew Beckett, you did it because you knew he had AIDS. Like, I, mean, <laughs> I want to say there was a what's in the box. Well, that, 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 like those, like the snappy ones work. Yeah, but, but I at mean, at some point you're like getting into like very. Now, imagine she's white. It's like, it's like, oh boy, I don't think you're allowed to do that. I don't think you went down. To, I don't think, they would have too many like that many dark roads. They've run out of snappy quotes. They can't do it anymore. They've got to get into some dark stuff. And there's no way he still does because I remember finding out about that guy back in like 2009. <laughs> now, so there's probably no way. He's... I'm just imagining him doing it, but also being like passionate about. It. Now imagine she's why. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we've yes, got. I hate them, and I hope they rot now. <laughs> yes, they deserve to die. <laughs> And I hope they burn it out. <laughs> uh, we've got to, plenty to get to, as I just mentioned. We'll do all that good stuff and more. But first, uh, TK, how was your has your Friday been so far? How was your Thursday night? You're looking good, rocking a, a U of L T-shirt. Yeah, I got the U of L. I'm not looking as as, as as cool as you are over there, though. I am rocking the Red City Connect that jersey. Is, I, that is one snazzy T-shirt. I just want to say <laughs> they're wearing them for the first time tonight. Okay, the Yankees. It's the it's the debut. They're excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I feel like I needed to bust it out today to be. I'm basically part of the team now. When they send you a jersey, that's what that's what it means. You're you're pretty much on the team. I mean, they, it's, not, yeah, it's not like you went to the store and bought like a rubber. They sent you that. They sent me that and the so, hat, but I'm not cool enough to pull off the hat. The hat I, I just couldn't do. I put it on and I was like, I I I, I can't do that. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I, where, where is it? you should have brought it. You could at least like let me. I posted a picture of it. I mean, it's the same one like the team's wearing tonight. Oh, well, I haven't seen the team tonight, so. I mean, you can just you can look at it on the Reds account. But oh, I know I could if you want to see the picture. It, it's the same thing, but like I, you know, it's one of those. Every time I, I still to this day, I know that flat bills are all the rage, and even like Major League Baseball, the, the players. Oh no, no, flat I don't, bills and stuff. No, I'm like not. the second I get one, I immediately try to. And this is the word that I always we always use for this. So I don't, so don't get mad at me for. 
but it was always called cootering the bill. Was like you took it and you immediately bend it. Like I would growing up, like I would do the thing where I would wrap, I I'd put a baseball in between the bill, and then I'd wrap rubber bands around it to get that that perfect. Bend. Yeah, I'm, I remember the uh, the the other trick. Yeah, and I, and now I'm so I these hats are designed to not be bent, and so I I instinctively what? when I open, when I get a new hat and it's like that, I instinctively go to bend the bill, and it's like oh, it kind of ruins the hat. I I can't wear it with a flat. Bill. I'm not wearing flat. No, I. I I don't wear a flat bill. I'm I'm not a nerd. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it, that's not the way. But like, that's the it's the cool thing. It's like the one strap, two strap debate now. It's changed. The although I think it's kind of sh- there's no debate. You, if you if you're flatting it, you're a nerd. Well, Trev, every major league baseball player is a nerd then because that's I'm, the, the I way can they accept wear their that. <laughs> it's, it is it has changed. I mean, high school kids now they don't you know it's not part of the the deal. Although I think I, it's. It's one of those things that's going to be cyclical. Like the, the short shorts are, are back now. Long shorts, I'm sure, will like, like ten years from now, the players are going to be wearing the 2003 style shorts. I, I, you, know, you know it's going to happen. No, you're right. Because you're, it's pretty much because I saw something. I can't remember what it was, it was. What game I was watching, and the the guy was wearing like the long like Michigan shorts. He's like, look, he's going with the OG short look. I'm like, wait a minute. How can something that be replaced the shorts? So wait a minute, the long shorts are now OG and the short shorts are now yeah. like current? Trip, this is the way it works, man. I mean it's I, it's gonna and it's gonna turn around. Like I guarantee at some point in the next decade, it'll be back to like two thousand three. Where if you go back and watch videos from 03, if you watch like that Memphis, Kansas Final Four, it's unbelievable how long the shorts are. Like they're, oh, yeah. they're basically capri pants. I remember. And now it, you know, the short shorts have been a thing for the last five years or so. It's going to go back. And and I I I guarantee the same thing happens with baseball hats. Like it'll become I think a lot of it too is because you'll have the this new generation of dads that are around our age are going to raise kids, and we had the, the the cooter bills and all that stuff. So like we'll teach our kids to do the same thing, and I think the, now you're getting the dads that wore the long shorts when they were coming of age in high school and college. They'll teach their kids to do the same. Like it's just it's always going to be it's, it's going to go short, in cycles. Long shorts, short shorts don't bother either. Or I'm okay, but the flat bill just looks stupid. Like it just you got you got to have some curve to it, otherwise you just it just looks kind of I don't know. Well, you are the final voice in fashion. I, I mean, I well, you know, I I'm here for a reason, people. You know, use me and use me as you will, and, and, throw, and but just don't throw me away when you're done. Just tuck me away in a drawer for all I care. People but. come to me often and they're like, "Do you think this is something that Trevor would wear? Like, would, would he? <laughs> would this be Trevor approved? I mean, honestly, would that be any worse than some of the?" Opinions of fashion people you get today. I mean, I think I'd be right there at the top. I think you are right there. The I top. mean, and you don't have to like go do the complete like, like the bill has to be bent to where it looks like you're looking through like a tube. I mean, just just a little curve on it. Nothing wrong with little curves. There he is. He's spoken. I mean, because flat just looks. The only thing dumber than a flat bill is having the tag still on it. I hated that. That was like that was cool for like a year, and it, it wasn't really it was cool. Longer than a year. It's, yeah. Well, it was never was really cool either. So it's still a thing. They. Oh, people still. T- yeah. Kids, what is wrong with you? The final say in what is cool and hip and fashionable, Trevor Kelsey, folks. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> Rocking <laughs> an oversized UofL t-shirt and sandals today. Well, I'm not wearing socks with them, though. <laughs> You're not wearing... He knows, <laughs> he knows how to do it. And I've, I've got shorts on. I've got an oversized t- It's a little oversized, but he wants to wear a tight t-shirt. Yeah. How was the, uh, how was the Thursday night, bud? Uh, not too bad. Just uh, your basic... Uh, just kind of flip between the channels, watched... Uh, Watch some documentary on Joe Green, which was pretty cool. The NFL, my football life thing on NFL Network, and watch a little hockey. Flipped, flipped to the game, flipped away from the game, forgot about the game. But back, game was over. Um, 
nothing, nothing really spectacular. So I'm, I'm going to go in and pass the baton over to you because I want to know how you were, Matumbo. I mean, I picture you right now, you and Mary pulling up to that the uh, the red carpet last night. You open the door, and out comes cowboy. Cowboy, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like <laughs> I just picture you pulling up to those things. It's not how it happened. I almost watched your movie last night. Which movie is that? The White Man Can't Jump remake. Oh, I mean, because yeah, I think it premiered at midnight. It was, it was around it was around one a.m. because it was when in, in the third overtime. I, I decided to watch a rerun of How Much Your Mother Falls Asleep instead. That's fine. I did watch rewatch the trailer, and I did laugh once. So, first of all, last night, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was very cool. We walk up, and this is how out of place we are at stuff like this. So, we know, you know, we, we're on the list. But there's you walk up, and there's a group of fans who are very clear. Like, you know, they're there. They want to see Jack Harlow. They're waiting for him to come. He hasn't gotten there yet. So, there's a red carpet, and we're like, <laughs> Are we supposed to walk on this? Like, is, is this the way that it works? Like, yeah, if you're on the list. It, yeah, do we do we walk the right? We see a bunch of people in line that very clearly are like us, where you know, we don't know who they are, and that uh, they're just there because they're you know friends of of Jack or, or Chris or whoever. And so we kind of just hang out outside. We see some people we know. We talk to them for a little bit. We go inside. We get our tickets, and then we go back outside, and we're like, all right, let's just let's do it. So we walk the red carpet. We walk fairly. I think we're either right behind or like two groups behind. Andy Bashir, the governor who's there, oh, his yeah. security team. Look just like his portrait. The flashbulbs, they they lessened when we walked <laughs> when we walked down after after Governor Bashir. But we did so we saw um Card Chronicle Legend, former a user of the site, now working for the local bats, Austin Montgomery was there. And so we were like, you know, because the, the courier and DRB, they're taking pictures, but like we're like, you know, we want we just want to get like our own picture. So we Mary hands him our her phone. He takes some pictures, which was very nice. Saw Peyton Siva, talked to him for a little bit. Uh, Morgan McGarvey, the new representative, talked to him. So it was nice to get in there, see some familiar faces before we went and did the movie. And then I guess Jack got there like 10 minutes after we did and went in. So the way they did it, there was like, I think that, first of all, I hadn't been to Baxter Theaters in a long time. And I love, I I, I love Baxter Avenue Theaters. It was awesome. We actually, because Mary lived when we started dating in like 2008. She lived right down the street, corner of, of Newburgh and Shady Lane. And so we would always go up there. Actually, the, the the night where we first, you know, we went from, and people can relate to this, like especially people around our age. I don't know how the dating culture is now because I haven't dated in 12 years. But you know, back then it was, you, you kind of, you, you, we used the phrase talking. Like when you were kind of hanging out with a girl and maybe you'd gone on some dates or you were just you know, kind of hooking up after going to the bars or whatever. Like you were talking. You weren't officially dating. And so Mary and Even I. Even a casual. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of talking to so and so. You know, I'm kind of talking so, to, to whoever. And so we were in the talking phase for a, a few months. And then, like, we went to see, I've told this story before. We went to see, do you remember the Angelina Jolie movie where her like, son gets lost? And then they find him, but it turns out it's like an imposter son. I can't remember the name of the movie. And it's got like Tommy Lee Jones or something in it. it sounds right. It was, it was like late 2000s. In the woods or something. Maybe. I don't remember. I, don't, I remember, like, the film was, like, very grainy. It was, like, a very grayish hue. Well, that was probably during the same time, like, Payback did their little green-gray look, and a couple movies started doing that. Changeling is the name of the movie. Okay. I don't think that's the one with... Clint uh, Eastwood directed it. Oh, no. John Malkovich was in it as well. Um, no, it's not Tommy Lee. No. It, but it, it was... The, the movie was fine. But as we're walking out... Clearly. We see that... Mary sees that, that Twilight is premiering. It was like a Thursday night. And so Twilight's premiering at midnight when they used to do the thing where a movie would open on Friday. Mm-hmm. They would show for, if it was hotly anticipated. And she had read the books. And she like, kind of told me about this. 
But we walk out, and she's like, oh, my God. Like, it's premiering at midnight tonight. So we bought tickets to go. to go. I mean, this is the like early 20s working. It's a Thursday night, for God's sake. And we're like, yeah, let's buy, <laughs> buy tickets to go see a movie at midnight. And, and so the couple that she lived with, my buddy Kircher and his now wife, Ashley, they also bought tickets. And so we went to the theater, saw a movie, came back home, went back and saw Twilight. And I had no idea what I was getting into. We walk into the theater. Everybody's dressed up. The only other men there are all dressed up like Edward the Vampire and all this stuff. I like I could not be more out of place. I, I had no idea that it was like this. You know that you didn't look like Edward or or I don't know. His, no, I was wearing like jeans and a, a t-shirt. It was. It, 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 Couldn't well, you just put a couple rips in the knees and look like? And that would have been like. I didn't know that it was like a phenomenon. I had no idea. It was very out of place. You're not alone in that one, by the way. Yeah. So, but like that night after seeing those two movies at Baxter Avenue Theater, that was the night where Mary kind of she was like <laughs> pushing the the breakdown, she, the, the pedal down, and she's like. So what are we? And it was like that conversation where like uh, we, established, we established that we were like boyfriend girlfriend for the first time. Blame Twilight. So yeah, Baxter Avenue Theater. It was a you know we went saw a lot of movies there back in the day when she was living right there. It was cool to be back. I always forget now because we go to to movies so infrequently how different theaters are now. Like we, the first thing when we walk in, so they split it up. Like every little group gets a d- different theater. They rent out the entire theater. So like we were in theater three, and you walk in, and I'm I'm thinking it's gonna be like it was. I haven't been there in probably 10 years but there's so much so many fewer seats now it, like there's, there's only because like, they're bigger yeah the, the, yeah the, the, you know the, all the seats recline they're leather they're very comfortable but there's only like six rows of seats so you walk in and immediately i'm like oh my god um jack was supposed to speak in like all the different theaters i guess he just decided not to so he went in to like the prime theater like theater one which had like i'm sure bashir and i think i saw craig greenberg was in there like we did not get the very cool theater, which was fine. Like we were, we, we were in kind of like the older folk theater, which was was good. Um, you, get, you get kind of the I, 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 how Walker did to me at the wedding. You got the you got the table of the uh, Jack listeners. Well, no, we were with, <laughs> so we actually sat next to his his manager, Chris, who's very cool, and his wife, which was awesome. Okay, well, so you weren't that down the pecking order, it was, but it was, I feel like it was more of like the this is like because there was it was a very eclectic mix of people in there. Like there were people like us who were. You know, I mean, there were some people like in their 60s and 70s, but like kind of dressed up. And then there were very scantily clad young women who are like, I'm at the age now where I can't tell. Like they could have been 18. They could have been 30. (laughs) You're at a certain point where like, I don't know, but I just know I shouldn't be looking like this is. Yeah, you got to. Well, you just don't act. And then like people dressed up in like very off the wall outfits, like reeking of weed, which was fine. Uh, But it was just like a very different mix. But we were definitely more of the like, I think, friends of the managers and agents room which was cool um but jack spoke to like the one of the theaters and, and then i guess didn't want to speak to the, the other theaters and they started the movie at 710 and i know that you're curious to hear my thoughts on the, on the movie we both when the when the trailer came out you and i both were like oh no like right okay there, before you get started because i rewatched the trailer last night and a couple things popped in my head and i, I hope you can answer one, when you watch the movie, does it explain why they're playing in an airplane hangar instead of just an outdoor court? Well, they're not playing in an airplane hangar. It looks like an airplane hangar. It's just a gym. It, 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 like a Y. Oh, okay. And the second thing was, was the joke that I think that was probably popular to like younger kids that I didn't get was when he's like, I do Venmo. I bet you're a cash app guy. That's probably like younger generations probably find that funny, right? Maybe. Okay, because I, I was like, I bet that would be funny if I got the joke, but I didn't get it. It's one of those where it's like, and, and you give like a ha, huh, it's like, it, it's an acknowledgement more than it is like it makes you laugh really hard. <laughs> okay. So so you and I both, like, we were like, we came out and we were like, oh no. The movie, 
it was definitely better than I thought it was going to be based on that trailer. I'll say that. Like, it, like I think we both were in agreement that like the general consensus around this movie is kind of why. Like, you, you, this didn't need to be remade, which puts it at a disadvantage already because everybody like the movie's going to get crapped on by reviewers. I think because it's an easy target. Well, People didn't want this movie to get remade. I think the original probably got crapped on by reviewers. I'm, I think the original was pretty well received. Wasn't okay. Yeah, I mean, but you've got Jack Harlow in here, who's like an easy target for people who don't, you know, he's a white rapper and all that. Like, I, I can see them trying to act for the first time. I can see, I can see the reviews being bad. It was it, like the, the good moments I thought were really good. Like, I genuinely laughed out loud multiple times. The bad moments were definitely where they were trying to force in homages to the original it was like there's some stuff where it's just like this is not like when they have a guy with a flamethrower the fl- the, 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 they substitute the, the gun trailer the was just like, oh Lord. i know like yeah that yeah, that was that was, was that was marquis johnson's character too it's like come on man they do have some cool like um there's some cool cameos in the movie um i, I also i love the fact so his character i'm not going to give away the the, the general like the, the gigantic plots because the movie just came out today but yeah. his his character is from like, this you he, won't spoil. He's based on like he played at Gonzaga in the movie, which is was kind of funny. I like that. Like they go with like the goofy haired white kid like playing at Gonzaga is his character. A little bigger than Woody Harrelson's original character's destination. Yeah, yeah they, they do more of like it's more of a believable background. Like this kid is the the, the other lead. Was he supposed to be Adam Morrison? <laughs> I mean, no, he's he's a he's a he's a kid who played at Gonzaga and was pretty good in college, but then had significant knee problems. Like it's it's a more believable than just like hey, some guy who can dominate every player in California on the playground that just came out of nowhere. Oh. It makes it makes more sense. But and they also they cut out my least favorite subplot from the original movie. I mean, again, I'm not going to spoil anything. They cut it out, or or at least they dramatically altered it, which I. That was my favorite part about the movie was there's one part of the original that I just I've never liked and they changed it completely pretty much which was good. Wait, wait, there's, wait you liked it in the original and they changed it. Or you did like I it. I didn't like it in the original and they changed it in this one. That was my, what my was favorite the subplot. I'm not gonna. I don't want to give anything away. Okay. Will you tell me off the air because I don't. Sure. Care? Yeah, okay. I'll tell you off the air. Um, but I I thought it, like it's worth watching if you if you like the original i think it's worth watching you, you it's not going to ruin anything for you there are a few parts where they're very clearly trying to do and this is your least favorite thing when it comes to remake reboots where they're trying to like pay give credit to the original and do the similar thing and it just doesn't really work like like when they instead of doing the volleyball scene they tried to do a flag football scene on the beach in the tom the new Top Gun movie. I still haven't seen it, but yes, yeah, stuff like which that. Which was horrible and awful, yeah. And there's some like reference, like basketball jokes that are like, they sound like they're written by somebody who doesn't really follow basketball that are just like, <laughs> you know, team since like, eight, we're AD and LeBron and like whatever. And you're like, okay, like this is just, it's it's very service level stuff. But then there's some parts, some general, fu- like genuinely really funny parts uh, that are basketball related. I like some of the cameos that are in there too. Uh, Lance Reddick plays a dad at the beginning that you think is going to be this LeVar Ball type character. I like that they didn't go that direction and make him a, a character. He ends up being much deeper than that, which is cool. But I, I mean, like I went in admittedly with lowered expectations, so maybe that played a part in it. But I, I came away liking it more than I thought I was going to, and that's honest opinion. The record, Woody Harrelson played a character who played small Division One basketball. I don't think that's out of reach to think that he would dominate a pickup game in California. Yeah, but he's playing against like the best pickup players in California. No, not until the end when they actually struggle to get to the finals of that tournament. Remember they, when they're just doing like pickup games with him and Wesley Snipes is just a bunch of ooh breaking news uh, slaps around the neighborhood. Relatively large breaking news, uh, not oh. Louisville related, but uh, Jim Brown has died at uh, oh. eighty-seven years old. 
That's Maybe the greatest uh, football player of all time. Well, the greatest running back of all time. Maybe the greatest athlete of all time. I mean, one of the, a guy that you could take him from night, from the day he played and put him in today's game, and he would still run for twelve hundred yards. That sucks because that wrestling just last the other night lost Jimmy Graham, uh, superstar uh, Billy Graham, or yeah, who? <laughs> uh, Billy Graham. The, yeah, the wrestler, the preacher. No, the wrestler. I've never heard of him. Yeah, but so that's that sucks. Jim Brown's one of my favorites. I, my uncle actually had a football with his autograph on it. That's sad. 87 years old, though. 87's a good run. I feel like it's so weird to think he's only 87, but he did retire at like 31. Yeah, he, did the, he was yeah. Barry Sanders before Barry Sanders. He was in Mars Attacks. <laughs> he was. He was, he was in, uh, he got game, too. One of the parole agents. Was he really? Parole I didn't officer. even realize that. Yeah. Okay. He's like the hard-ass parole officer. The movie that it was great until the end. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> as long as we're talking about sports movies, we could do another 15 minutes on that. Well, it is summertime. God, the end. So ridiculous. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so we we leave the theater. It was cool. Like we, we walk do, do, out. Do, do, do you get like at least like uh, pointless nudity in this one like you did in the first one? With you Rose? don't. I, ah. thought, I thought you were going to at one point because it's the same setup where like he's dating. The side boob of Rose. Uh, what's her name? Oh, I'm, I'm, Perez. I'm, oh. Perez. I'm familiar yeah. with the scene. Ooh, that was for 12, like 12, 13 year old Trevor was woof. They have kind of like a similar scene where he is like the the love interest in this one is Tatiana. It's the same kind of thing too, where he's dating. Uh, I think she's you know, she's this dance instructor, and she's kind of trying to be successful, and he's bad with money. And is she trying to go on Jeopardy? She's trying. She's becoming like a choreographer. But he uh, at one point like they, there is like a like they're going to like they've had some good news. They're going to get. I was like, oh, are we about to see some? Look at you, yeah. Little, so, some BN, little side boob, a yeah. Brief nudity, yeah. I don't, and, but then it doesn't happen. Oh. You know? We even get a slight nipple shot on Rosie. We do in that movie. Yeah. Oh, I know. But they, it makes up for the Billy. God, the voice. <laughs> Billy. They do the same thing too, where she like straddles him when he's driving. Uh, but it's, I just saw it's it in the trailer. It's not nearly yeah. as, as as full on as it is there. But I, I thought, I mean, Harlow, I can see him becoming a a guy. The, the director of the movie said at some point he's like ten years from now. I think you'll see Jack Harlow as like an actor who the White Will Smith like, like, kind of does. <laughs> yeah, used to do music or like barely does music. Um, I can see him kind of going the because like now like Lil Dicky is basically known more for Dave and directing and, and acting and, and all that than he is for for music anymore. I don't know if that's well, he didn't really do a lot of music. You know? I don't I don't know if that's where Jack is going to go, but I think he probably could if he wanted to. He he had he certainly had his moments in this where I was like, oh, that was actually that was very very good. But it was uh, it was fun. It was a nice experience. Now we leave. Now you tell me I should watch this as like punishment because you're mad at me still for shallow. No, you don't have to watch it if you don't want to. But uh, well, thank you. I, well, I appreciate. That. Like I told I you, I think there are parts where, like me, you'll kind of be like, uh, like that. This that didn't need to happen. But there are genuinely like parts that made me like laugh out loud, or where I was like, oh, that was well done. I did chuckle when when I rewatched the trailer, like the end of the trailer, where he's like. When Harlow's talk, who, who, I don't know. By the way, who's the black guy in the movie? I've never seen him before. His, I keep forgetting his name. Like, I don't know. His I, name I did. Either. I didn't know. I mean, he was really good, but he looks kind of like Dwayne Wade. And they call him like at one point. They were just joke about him being like a knockoff Dwayne Wade or something. Um, but his name, I can't remember. Has he been in something else that I maybe know? I don't. I didn't recognize even the actor's name, but I'm horrible with actors' names nowadays. I mean, I'm too because I don't keep. Yeah, up with yeah. I, I can. I knew Lance Reddick, who was the he's the dad because he's from the Wire, who recently passed, unfortunately. Cinqua Walls is the guy who plays uh, the, the the Wesley Snipes character. Uh, he's been it looks like he's been in a decent amount of stuff, but like nothing that I've that I've recognized. Seen. Yeah. Well, the scene when Harlow was like looking at him, he's like, "You can do so much more trash talking to me." And he's just like, he's like, he's like, "Really? Tell me what? Like what?" And he's like, and Harlow just walks away. He's like. No, seriously, tell me what. The thing is, like they, that part made me laugh a little bit when I saw the trailer. I was like, yeah. 
in the actual movie, they transitioned <laughs> to a part right after that, which was the hardest that I laughed. Okay. Yeah, right. it, it's, it's a good moment. Um, but there, there was a lot of, like, the surface, like, dancing around the race stuff at the beginning where it just kind of got, like, where it was just, like, not... It's not funny. I didn't chuckle when he was like, you don't like me because I'm white. He's like, no, I don't trust you because you dress like your Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of I got that, that joke. type of thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there was a lot of that stuff early on where I'm like, okay, we're, we're leaning very heavily into this. But if you think about it, if you go back and show somebody like the original white man can't jump, like a lot of the jokes in that probably would be go over someone that's nowhere near our age group's head. Like they'd, they'd probably be like, why are there so many mama jokes? Like what? What is with the whole skinny and fat hula hoop joke? I mean, yeah, it, probably. They probably think the same thing. I did like. There's a scene where they go that where they're they're starting like to play pickup together and they go to a gym and That's, like that kind of that part annoying. I don't know why it's annoying me, but it should be outdoors on like a blacktop. Well, it's it's, it's both. Like they go, I know, they go I to, know. It's more realistic. Like you know, if you're gonna play for like you're probably gonna go to a, a gym. Like most <laughs> people are playing inside. So he, but they go there and there's like they realize that the players are better than they think they're going to be, and this dude's like. Just dribbling between his legs and doing all the showing off, and it's Sadiq Bay, which I was like, that's a pretty cool cameo to get him in there just for like a Who? Sadiq Bay. He's played at Villanova now. He's an NBA player. Okay, um, he plays for the Hawks. He like there's, there are a few cameos like that that I thought were okay. were kind of cool. Uh, well, Blake, the first Blake one Griffin's had, there in the movie at one point. So the first one had Marcus Johnson in it. He Tyler was... Hero's in there at the end. Uh, it's it's there's some good basketball nods that I liked. It was good. So we leave. We we we. we Walk out. First of all, they, also at movie premieres, I didn't know this was true. Free popcorn and soda. Really? They just have like the popcorn stacked up for you, and you walk in there. I was like, I, we're eating like kings tonight. Put this in your purse, Mary. Well, the thing is, take that, this home with me for tomorrow night snack. They, night. they had like free soda lined up. They're like Sprite, Coke, Diet Coke. But like, if and if you went up there, you could get like a, a water in a cup. And like, so Daryl Griffith is right behind me, and I, I'm like, can I get a water in a cup? And Griff asks specifically for a bottled water, and they're like, that's four fifty. I'm like, Griff, what a mistake! Like, just just get it in the cup, save yourself five dollars. Well, he is Griff. I don't think he needs to save five. I don't think he needs to, but still, <laughs> I was I was like, man, just just drink out of the straw. That's how you know you're fancy when like you get offered free food and drink, but you're still like, give me the five. Yeah, it's a movie box. premiere, and you're willing yeah. to spend money at it when everything's for free. <laughs> that's just when you know you. You just, he's made it. You've made it. He's made it. There's, have, there's no, yeah, there's no worry anymore. We haven't made it. That's the difference between us. The only difference between us is I've got to drink the free water at movie premieres, and he's got to drink it at, from the water bottle. I just looked at that table, so I was like, is this limit one per person? or Because I can carry like four or five at a time. It was so funny. Can I get a tray? The other funny part about it is so you know, we're walking it. Like, we're behind. We're, like, you walk the red carpet. You do the pictures. And then... Which every news station that we've seen that took a picture of me, I'm looking at the wrong camera, which is great. Like I already look at place enough. I'm like looking at the wrong spot. But so like Andy Bashir, who's in front of us, like afterwards, there's like a gaggle of people, and I was talking like Joey Wagner was there and some other guys, and so he's just meeting pe- people are coming up and introducing himself, and he's very much in politician mode. Like like he's acting like these like, people aren't interviewing him. They're just they're just people wanting to talk to him, and he's like. Just happy to be here supporting Jack Harlow, like Louisville, like doing good things, representing the city, representing the state and all this stuff. Like just very much like he's on all the time. And I kind of wanted to start doing the same thing to random people. Just being like just like these like 12 year old girls who don't care that you're there that are just waiting to see Jack. Like, hey, just happy to be here supporting Jack Harlow. Happy to be here. Like, it was just it was very funny to be behind him. And then just you should have you just I wish you'd known a camera. You should have said like just said a random. I'm here with Blake Griffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he'll he's, be here in a second. He asked me to join him here. He said he's one of watch. watch. <laughs> I'm here on behalf of of Tyler Hero, uh, representing him. Or he just said me. He's just sitting there. 
Remember Trevor Kelsey? Trevor Kelsey. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's so sorry he couldn't be here, but he sent along a statement that I'd like to read at this point. I would have been. <laughs> How does one define acting? Webster says. Just launched into it. But so we leave. It's like we get out there earlier than we think we're going to. When when uh, when Chris, Jack's manager, texted me about this, he's like, you know, you'll, you'll be out of there by 10. So we're like, okay. We line up babysitters. And we get out of there. It's like nine fifteen, and we've got the babysitter. You know, she's just starting to put the kids to sleep. We're like, all right, we got like extra time. Let's go get something to eat. And you forget you already had free popcorn and soda. What more do you need? Well, I know it's like you know, it's just you know, maybe we find somewhere with a nice porch, nice like an anniversary over here. Enjoy like an extra hour without the kids. But you realize very quickly, like like normal people, unlike us, because we always eat. If we want to eat together or eat in peace, we have to wait till the kids are down. So we're eating like nine thirty, ten every night. Like normal people don't eat dinner. After nine o'clock on a Thursday, so every restaurant that we we tried to go to that we look up is closing at nine or nine thirty. So we were like, we ended up to we're like, just want to go home, just heat up something at home. Like, yeah, that'll be fine, which was fine because Virginia was still awake anyway. But um, that was that was kind of a bummer. I was like, oh, we could have, we we're trying, even when we tried to like, have some extra time together, it just doesn't seem to work out. But overall, it was a very fun night. It was very it's like cool. A blast. Yeah, it was it was very cool. Very, I mean, very wild to see this guy that. I was watching YouTube videos of seven years ago and being like, I think he's he's pretty good. Now starring in Hollywood movies, whether they get panned or not, it's still a pretty cool moment. Um, so it was fun. It was fun. And I'm invited to the next movie premiere, though, right? You'll be going to the next premiere. Ah, sweet. Yeah. You think I'm not going to remember that, but I will. Well, I mean, you're not going to the next movie premiere. No, no, no. You can't. You can't go back on that. You already said yes. If we get down, it's on record. If we get down like 17 people on the list. No, you said it right there. You said, I am next. You're not next. I got next. <laughs> My and one. My and one. <laughs> the professor. Did they at least use your, your your mama's too dumb to be an astronaut joke? They did not. Ah, oh, that was always my favorite from the movie. That and <laughs> no more. We're taking your mom out. Tell me when you when we bring her back. <laughs> I might watch the original tonight. That's, that was, it's been so long since I've seen it unedited. Like I feel like whenever I've watched it in the last fifteen years, it's always been like on TV. When you watch it, you'll realize that Snipe is excelled above the rest because it's just a bunch of like dorks playing basketball. That's why you know Billy Hoyt's able to dominate him the way he is. Billy Hoyt, and also what are you doing his own basketball stuff? Yeah, and until they get you know to meet the Duck and the King, then they have a challenge. Yeah. Now Jack, like I think they, the I think the they worked with him on the basketball skills a lot. But you can tell there are some parts where it was like they used a, a lot of shots of him from the back where you can't see his face. <laughs> and then the, then the shot in the frame of the ball going yeah, through. Then, yeah. then him holding the follow through up. You're like, okay, like like like. Well, I mean, Woody Harrelson's shot wasn't exactly a thing of beauty. It was ugly, but like that's his genuine shot. Yeah, and it didn't look that bad. And of course, Wesley Snipes was always just looked. I mean, looked pretty cool. Some of the movies, like that was the first time I think you see the uh, under the leg. Kind of like uh, layup that, that Isaiah Ryder turned into a dunk. Yeah, and that well, yeah, and this character in this movie does like fifty of those between the leg dunks. Like he is <laughs> whoever they have playing the the character. Like what? Because I think the the actor did a lot of his own basketball scenes. You can tell it's continuous shots. But some of the dunking footage that they have, like they had to go hire somebody. And I'm very curious to see who it was because some of the dunks are absurd. <laughs> uh, but it's a, it, it's it, the, his background. I like the background of his character. They build on it a little bit more. It's it's well done. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back. Let's talk a little Caleb Love. Get the transfer portal song ready. Yeah. It's happening again, folks. We got rumors and innuendo flying around out there. Will this Louisville basketball roster be wrapped up with a high-profile transfer? We'll talk about it after the break. We'll hear from you on the Thornton Sex Line as well. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Friday here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. 
yeah, yeah. Oh, handsome. You had to see me there. Oh, no. This is like the big, I think this was like sixth or seventh grade. So you were, this was just like, we're not, I'm too cool for this. Oh, this was the big, like, we're making fun of this. This, this group. This is like the most made fun of songs. Yeah, I was the more, I was at the age where I'm not buying it, but I'm not making, I'm just like laughing at You've it. You've moved on past yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, it's not like nerdy to like it. It's just like, this is hilarious. It definitely was at the, that age where like you're first kind of learning like and you're, what's cool and what's not cool. And you've got to, like, if it's not cool, like, oh my God, it's got to be the most embarrassing thing of all time. Also, like, this is like per like pre like real early internet days. And you're kind of like, it's a girl. No, it's a dude. It's a girl. No, it's a dude. We argued for a long time about <laughs> how many of the group were were, 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 yeah. were girls and were boys. I remember that. And you didn't have the internet to look anything up. Didn't know. Just, yeah, you're you just like know. arguing over it until like one of those things like then like 20 years later, you're just going to sit with your buddies like, hey, remember Hanson? Yeah. They were dudes. They were all like, guys. Oh, okay. they, were, they were all brothers. All of them. And they played their own instruments, unlike the monkeys. They did. They had like I think they had like one more song after that, and it was just not. Oh, I couldn't even know. It was the one. I just remember it being a video where they were like, they were on like the New York subway and it was all water and they were swimming. It's crazy. <laughs> what? It was very revolutionary. <laughs> Does that mean the subway drowned? <laughs> it was it was crazy. Crazy concepts. <laughs> we've got uh we've got Louisville softball on TV right now, by the way, in the NCAA tournament. They're playing their first game in the Knoxville Regional. ESPN two has the TV coverage. The cards are the three seed in the Knoxville Regional. They're taking on the second seeded Indiana Hoosiers. Louisville trailing right now. Two to one, trying to get out of a little bit of a jam. Uh, Hoosiers have runners on first and second. They should push back with the two outs yeah. as they as Louisville tries to get that third out and, and get out of this inning. They should play some pitchers now in softball. It's too close to things. I, I doesn't seem to be an issue. Well, I know. It's just, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It just seems like they don't. They, it's, everything's always seems too small and crammed in softball. Like, let's, let's spread it out a little bit. You should be used to that. Um, <laughs> strike three, ring her up. Oh, walk the bases loaded. I like softball a lot. Tender insult there. I, I <laughs> we'll pretend I'm just gonna didn't hear it. Instead. I enjoy softball. I mean, I guess I mean, it's. You don't like anything. Not, not necessarily. I sometimes like you. <laughs> I like that shirt you're wearing. There you go. It's the one thing we've got. Yeah, that's the one thing we got in common. <laughs> when I was when I covered high school sports the summer I worked in Iowa. Like I liked covering softball way more than anything else. The games were fast. Like the, the speed was good. They the the cheers that they would do from the dugout very catchy and creative. They cheered the entire time. I was like, this is great. It's way better than the high school baseball games, which just drug and drug, and they were so slow. Well, they they also only got seven innings, don't they? I think softball, high school softball, no, was six. Okay. High school baseball is seven. That it is. Um, I didn't way, even realize that Todd did the game on Wednesday. I realized I was like, wait a minute, all right. I saw young uh, young Patrick Ryan intern was texting me today. The seventh region draw came out. They got kind of the dream draw. Manuel did. Um, they got the easiest first round opponent. Then they they avoid Trinity or San X until the regional final. So it's shaping up to be potentially Manuel versus Mail in the semifinals, and then Trinity versus San X on the other side in the semifinals. So who knows? Maybe we get maybe Patrick pitching a region championship. Uh oh. Bring it. He's my vote for Mr. Baseball. I'm voting for him. In the state. Louisville gets, oh my gosh, almost didn't. Louisville gets out of the jam. They'll move on to the visiting half of the third inning, trailing two to one. Go Cards. Are you ready for your first PGA, Go cards. PGA Championship update of the day? I am. Who's, uh, how's, uh, how's our man John Smith doing? I think you were trying to think of a name and you just couldn't think of any. <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> we have a two-way tie atop the leaderboard. Canada's own Corey Connors is 500 par, as is the number two player in the world, Scotty Scheffler. 
Uh, nobody four under par. You have to go two shots back to get to Victor Hovland, Keegan Bradley, and Bryson DeChambeau, who are all three under. The course is playing tough today. Rain out there in Rochester. Ugly. Scores are dipping. Scotty Scheffler, our guy. Fantasy pick. He's, he's playing well. He's locked in. Now this ends on Sunday, right? And he just bogeyed. Like, literally, as I say, they updated the scoreboard, and he, he bogeyed. So now Corey <laughs> Connors is alone in first place. Scheffler won back at four under. Uh, it will end on Sunday, as do all golf tournaments. That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, in Rochester. I knew that. There you go. Give me some credit. Um, Roy McElroy in this one? Can you play the transfer portal song? You ready? No, hold on. It's time. Get that phlegm out. That's in Bop. Whoops, I'm wrong phone. All right, here we go. It's time. It's the transfer portal. The transfer portal. Who we got? Who we got again? Could it be Caleb? Could it be Caleb? I want to do an auto conversion. Your bro with a recording studio to make that happen. I need to <laughs> make that happen. Give me. I need. I need to record a version in Spanish. You will do that thing you do in Spanish. <laughs> uh the the latest update. Louisville, of course, one scholarship still left to use. Yeah, for, for roster for next season. Everybody being one, a picky, wondering where it's going to go. Could it go to Hersey Miller? Could it go to somebody in the portal now? Could it go to somebody who's going to enter the portal later? We just don't know. Maybe somebody we've never seen before. But the big name that entered the portal, re-entered the portal earlier this week is Caleb Love, the former North Carolina guard who, I guess, didn't have enough academic credits to get into Michigan. Insert your UNC academics joke here. I was going to say. They've all been used. They've all been used. You can't get to them now. Uh, When did Michigan start becoming like the... the we're too, we're too good for you academically. Well, Michigan's, I mean, for a long time, that's a it's a big time academic school. Yeah, not for sports. Yeah, they, football they turn down a lot of guys. They, they they're like Notre Dame, where it's like you can't get in there, but you can get in some other high profile places. I, mean, I just remember the Notre Dame article with David Tyrell was like, I wanted to go to Notre Dame, but they rejected me, so I just went to Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay. I don't think that's the way it works. Uh, but this is the second year in a row where they've had a transfer who has been turned down for academic reasons. Terrence Shannon last year from Texas Tech was all set to go there. Uh, could not get into school. Ended up going elsewhere. But Caleb Love back on the market. According to Travis Branham of 24-7 Sports, there are seven major options for him to potentially go to. Arizona, Baylor, Illinois, Kansas State, Texas, UConn, and your fighting Cardinals from he's, the University he's of Louisville. Going to Texas. What? He's going to Texas. Well, but Texas is—they've already got Max Asmus, and then today Tyrese Hunter announced that he's coming back to school. Oh, he did. I did not see that. So okay, that's, well, that's a big one. I'd okay. say Texas is probably out. That's the right. I, I didn't see that. Okay, I knew I knew about about Max, but I didn't worry about that. Yeah, Hunter's yeah, is, if, is officially coming. Then back. yeah, you're right. Texas is out. Kansas State already did bring in one point guard. They brought in uh, the kid from. North uh, Washington, didn't they? Or no, he went. They brought in Tyler Perry from North Texas. Texas, that's what it was. Okay, I knew it was one. So I would maybe they eh. they probably could use another off guard. Probably Perry's going to be like play point. He's probably the Marquise Noel for them. Yeah, they probably need a scoring guard. I think they would be a suitable option. As would I mean, Arizona lost Kirk Risa to West Virginia. Arizona's going to always be in the mix. No they're going to yeah. They're they've got done pretty well. Illinois is rebuilding their roster. 
Baylor has lost. They lost both LJ Cryer and Keyonte George. Mm-hmm. They have some spots to fill in their backcourt. But here's what Branham says about Louisville. The previous Louisville staff was extremely involved with Love, so he has a lot of familiarity with the program. They also have a gaping hole to fill at the guard spot. Gaping hole is quickly becoming the term of the summer. I feel like everybody talking, like I've used it a bunch, and then people, the text line always makes fun of it. Every time I, I see some report about the roster, they use gaping hole. Um, here it is. Gaping hole at the guard spot again this offseason that they are hoping to fill. Kenny Payne's team has one guy to play on ball in Sky Clark, but it really needs another one. Ooh, the KP. The KP crew is not going to like hearing that. There's ample need and opportunity at Louisville for a guard like Love, and with his familiarity with the program, this could make a lot of sense. All I read is Caleb Love locked to Louisville. It's done. It's done. All, all, I, hear, all I hear was gaping hole. But. Gaping hole, <laughs> locked, love. I choose to hear what I want to hear. Love gaping hole. <laughs> Wishes. <laughs> love for the gaping hole. That's all I heard. Love to fill the that, gaping that hole. That phone, if I hear it ring one more time, I'm going to unplug it. Is there? I, I don't even hear Did that. you hear it all during the break? It kept no. ringing. It annoyed me so much. I just walked in there, picked it up, and slammed it back down. Is it telephone day? I don't know, but. I'm about to go hang All right, now I hear it ringing. <laughs> now, it's just, I, I literally hear it right now. It would not stop. Like, take a hit, people. <laughs> it's gotten to the point, like, I read stuff like this, and I kind of want to get excited. Although, Caleb Love is the type of player, when he's on, he's going to be great, but he will fr- he would frustrate Louisville fans to no end if he comes in there and is taking, like, 18 shots a game, which is what he wanted to do at UNC and what I assume he's going to want to do wherever he goes after UNC. I still think, I mean, I'll ask you this. Would you rather, let's say Love wants to commit next week, and you have the option, you can take Caleb Love, lock in that 13th scholarship, you've got no scholarships left available, or you can wait, see who withdraws from the NBA draft, see other names that may enter the transfer portal, you know, the kid from UC Riverside's out there, you still have, I thought we're not recruiting um, the, 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 the kid from Toledo, which drives me crazy. We're not we're committing, to, we're not going after the Riverside kid either, though? I'm not that I, who knows? Until we've heard, okay. Yeah, Zion Poland is the, the kid from Riverside. Would you rather pass on love and say, let's just wait and see who comes out of the draft, or maybe we can take one of these other kids? What's your preference here? If we can get love, do you take him? Uh, I'd probably say take him. I do too. And if something like you, you feel like you're getting interest from someone else after that, I mean, then you can just like, you know, just like drop, you know, Denario off the off the scholarship or whatever, and then, or somebody else off a scholarship and replace him. I would take. Caleb Love. I would take it. I mean, you can't, beggars can't be choosers right now. I mean, take what you can get. Don't We can't do the, well, we would like to have you, but we're, we're waiting to see if, you know, if the other girl calls and stuff. We, we're, we're not at that. No, that's like me saying that to a woman. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, I need to, like, if she's interested in me, she's a, she is my end one. I think um, this is where the fan base gets a little bit frustrated with, you know, throwing the scholarship out there specifically to Danilo Jovanovic because they view it as, you know, you'd love to have two, at least two available right now. So if this did come up and to, to be perfectly out out there in front, let's get to the heart of the conversation. I've got no idea whether or not Caleb Love is even interested in Louisville at all, whether or not this is a, we could take him if we wanted him situation or not. Um, My gut says it's probably not. I don't like, I think that we're probably lower on the pecking order in his terms of personal preference than some of these other schools. Um, I mean, also, I mean, you, UConn right now, there's a lot of talk that some of the guys that they have in the um, combine right now are performing pretty well, and they may not have as many guys back for next season as they thought originally. Like Tristan Newton apparently is playing pretty well for them. Andre Jackson, the other, the 6'9", kind of do-it-all guy, 
is playing very well for them. They may have more spots available than they thought going in, which could make them an attractive landing spot for Caleb Love. So I don't know where we are in the pecking order. My guess is not at the top. But in a world where we are, I would probably go ahead and take him. And you wish you had that extra scholarship available to take Caleb Love and then say, if somebody else becomes available, if if one of these kids who is going through the draft process but chooses to come back but doesn't want to go play for the school that they uh, played for last season becomes available, you'd love to have the option to go after them. But we're not in that position right now. We've got one left. Got to use it as we see fit. And if you have a chance to land Love, who I do think would frustrate the fan base, but also at his best would certainly fill the biggest vacancy on this roster. I didn't say gaping hole. I think you've got to take him. I, th- I think you have to. I think you'd be foolish not to. But we'll see if that becomes a decision for this this coaching staff to make moving forward. Yeah, we'll see if this coaching staff is foolish or not. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, look, he was at his best. He was a big-time player on a North Carolina team that damn near won a national title a couple of years ago. At his worst, he was arguably the biggest reason why North Carolina didn't make the NCAA tournament last year. He would kind of fit right in here to all these questions that we have, but at least his ceiling would be higher than a lot of the, you know, at least we know what Caleb Love's ceiling is, right? At least we know we have a reliable option for Sky if Sky's not what we want to be, or vice versa for For Love. Because right now, just to tell me, well, we've got, you know, Davis. That... we have no idea. Yeah, you. I mean, you can tell me he's reliable. You also tried to tell me other things were reliable last year that weren't either. So, exactly. I mean, why am I to believe it? I mean, I, I know Caleb Love is not like, I mean, is, is he a guy that like can be, I mean, you're right. I mean, you don't want to rely on being like the impact dude because he's very sporadic, but you're going to get maybe one, get two or three games from him that are just bad. I mean, you saw it last year. Then you get the one or two games that are good. Um that's what I'm saying. We know I'll, where, I'll we, take that right now. Right yeah. now, we, we know where his ceiling is. We've got no idea where Karan Davis's ceiling is. No. We don't. We have no idea where Trenton Flowers' ceiling is. Maybe it's higher than Caleb Love's. I don't. We have no idea. We. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Mike James. We saw him for one season as a redshirt freshman. The best that we saw from him certainly wasn't as good as the best as we've seen from Caleb Love. Oh no! Like Our we brother. know Caleb Love's ceiling is. I mean, probably if we added him to the roster, he would as a college basketball player at least have the highest highest known potential ceiling of anybody on that roster. I mean, he was so good during that run two years ago in March, and at times during the regular season of March. Now, he was he certainly was not good last season, and I think at sometimes he lost almost single-handedly Carolina games that they really needed to win, but we know he can do it, and that becomes a situation where you've got to trust the coaching staff. This is where when you have a top-tier coaching staff, which is what we hope we have at a place like UofL, you take a kid with a lot of potential who's shown flashes of that potential for extended periods of time and trust the staff to get the best out of him and diminish the good. Keep keep the good to a minimum, or the, the bad to a minimum, I should say. You sound, you sound like your boy not uh, Happy Gilmore. Harness, Harness good, good, block, yeah. bad. That's, what, I'm That's what, Caleb, or what, That's what Kenny Payne needs to do. That's what I'm hearing from you it's right It's like now. a carousel. It goes up and down and around. That's what we need from Kenny Payne. <laughs> But I would take Caleb Love for that reason alone. Meanwhile, we've got like, you know, can't keep being happy go more. <laughs> go in the hole. Go home. <laughs> Who would Kevin Nealon be in this equation? Josh Jameson. Josh Jameson. <laughs> Harness, good, block, bad. I also saw Miami's now made it official, and this news broke last night, but uh, Norshad O'Meara, their best inside player, who was so good for them on their run to the Final Four, is coming back Saw that, yeah. for another year. That's big news for them. Miami and Duke are kind of, I feel like we're, as of right now, 
we're setting up for another year where they look like the class of the conference. I know Miami lost Isaiah Wong, but they're getting back. I mean, Omir's a big deal. They're getting back two of the three guards that made them so good last year. We'll see what happens with uh, with Newton. Um, they should be very good again. And they also have a coach that you kind of expect to to get the most out of what he has. As Louisville gives up, ooh, that's a shot. Off I wish I had that feeling. No one has had a coach that doesn't get the most out of what I have. Hopefully we can have it after next year. That's the goal, right? <laughs> That'd be a nice feeling to have. That's right? the goal. Uh, as Indiana hits a solo home run to go up three to one, everybody does that jump thing. That's, that was a lame celebration. That's well. That's what the she didn't even very. She didn't barely jump. That's what the Louisville baseball team does too. Really? Oh no! Yeah. Come on, Cardinal Nine, you're better than that. Well, they you, know, you can't have props out outside the dugout anymore. They've limited that. Like, well, yeah, know. but you can still do the. Well, first of all, you don't need props. I mean, just. I mean, I guess and you know. I guess you don't want to jump into the group because that's how like uh, players get injured now. But. Yeah. Um, real quickly before we go to break, we'll take some text next hour on the Louisville baseball front. U of O baseball defeats Florida State last night, seven to four. NC State also beat Pitt. Both those things are good for U of L. Here's the, the the quick and accurate summary. If you're looking for Louisville season to continue after this week, which right now they're on the outside looking in of the ACC tournament, it's a very simple scenario. Louisville wins tonight and tomorrow, they're in. They're in the, the conference tournament. They'll have a chance to play their way into the NCAA tournament. That's the, the most simple route. If Louisville loses both games to Florida State, they're out, 100% out. There's no scenario where they get in. If they split with Florida State, go one and one, they would need NC State to win both of its games against Pitt today and tomorrow. If any of those things don't happen, Louisville's out. So keep it simple. Win tonight, win tomorrow, we're in. Split, and we need, we need NC State to, uh, to win two games over Pitt. That's it, long and short. Let's keep this. It would feel weird not even having Louisville baseball to root for in the conference tournament next week. It would just feel wrong. I mean, you typically we're, we're saying we don't even, you know, do we even want to play past the, the group stage of the conference tournament because we've got bigger fish to fry in our regional next week, which we're definitely going to be hosting. And this year it would be like the second time in three years where it's we got to win this thing just to get into the NCAA tournament. Um, I'd like to at least have that opportunity, and you know, we we got to win two more games to make that happen. We are a little spoiled. We for sure. Mars attack. Another home run. Mars attacks is now trending, by the way. Mars attacks is trending, and Indiana home runs about to be trending as they hit another one. Uh, Hoosiers lead Louisville in the NCAA softball tournament four to one. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Hour number two is on the way. We'll take some thoughts from you guys on the Thornton's text line at 502 414 1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 961, the Big X. Just saw him open for uh, Miami Sound Machine. Yeah, I don't know this. This was one of their only two popular songs. I'm waiting for the, the hook. I'm seeing if I'm you kind of heard it already. It's coming back up, though. 
How did you know? Yeah, I don't know. Cause I never oh. told. You found out. I got a crush on you. So bad. <laughs> so I got a crush on you. I'm just visualizing like, visualizing like little Trevor, like little six-year-old Trevor, just doing his dance. Oh, this is eight-year-old Trevor. Just getting it. How did you know, Amber? I had a crush on you. <laughs> All right, welcome back in. It's the Friday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. We've got Louisville Bats baseball coming your way tonight. Do you have to work that game? Because you do Friday night, yeah, don't you? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Josh has a life. He can't. He has to. He parties on Friday night. But you don't have to do Saturday games. No, no, no. I, I'm only. I'm only Friday nights, pretty much, unless he needs me. He leads off, but he's like, I'll do everything else. But day games and Friday games. It's uh, the bats. They had Thursday, Thursday last night at the park. They've got uh, all sorts of stuff going on this weekend. We talked with uh, with Nick Kern last week about. We were going to bring on this week, but he's been under the weather a little bit. I mean, he missed. Probably Sundays. made him hold his pee last week during the. Well, <laughs> it's not good for you. It's bad for your body. <laughs> what if he? Was okay with me telling him there. Well, it's out. Because uh, <laughs> like, he's, it's like a shock. He, like most people, aren't as just like free with the information like I am about their lives. <laughs> Bats have now won four in a row going to tonight. They've won the first three games of the series with Jacksonville, um, all in pretty decisive fashion. Well, besides the the comeback win on Wednesday that was six to five, but seven to one on Tuesday, six to five Wednesday, thirteen to one last night on Thursday, Thursday. It's friends and family night at the ballpark. 7-15 is the first pitch. We'll have your coverage starting here around 6-35. You can always hear Bats Baseball on 14-50, the big X. It is Kentucky Beef Council Night on Saturday at the park. The other night was nothing night. Like, no music, no nothing. Really? It was kind of weird. That should be the Car Chronicle Birdmask Night. That's my dream. I was like, I don't know if that was like you were just being like a Seinfeld thing reference. Because I texted Nick, like, the, 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 the gif of, like, George, like, people do some some stuff. We'll do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What's it about? Nothing. nothing. Yeah, it's like, but it's like it was weird because they were like they were talking. Like I was listening, I was driving, listening, listening to the broadcast, and it was a lot of Jim Kern because Nick was still, I think, still getting over uh, whatever he had over the weekend. You could hear it in him a little bit, and but it was just so weird because there was, I mean, no music. Like no one had walk up music. There was no, it was nothing. No content. It was just like. Now to the plate, so you know, De La, La Cruz, and it's like, like it's like, sound like it's like so weird sounding. I don't know. Um, all right, we we talked first hour. We, we mentioned we talked about last night the uh, white man can't jump premiere. We talked Caleb Love, a little Louisville baseball talk right there before the break. Now we want to hear from you on the Thornton text line at five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Although I am, as I pull up the text line, I'm very curious about. At 9.04, there was a text to, I'm assuming KRC, saying, this is John's wife. All I have to say is, oh, my God, I'm so sorry that he told you all that. Is that John Spears' wife? No, that has to be local John, 812. Okay. John Geary, he lives in Evansville. Good listener, really good listener, big wrestling fan. Well, now I kind of want to know what happened. Excellent man. I want to know what John, what he told about John's wife. Pastor. Well, now I'm food, even food, more intrigued. Food critic. Uh, a text came in at 208. I'm assuming this is a podcast listener because we weren't on the air at this point, but just said plus one, not and one, Trevor. Does it really? I mean, th- seriously. I, I got your back here. Is that the hill to die on, people? It is plus one, but everybody knows what you're saying when you're like, 
Yeah. Can I be your and one for this wedding? Like, of all the things you want to, like, come at me with, is that really the one you want to use? I mean, Trevor butchered, like, 17 people's names yesterday. <laughs> like, was in the general ballpark on all of them, but was not right about any of them. This is not the one to go after. This is not the misstep to, to go after. No. <laughs> Now the other one I'm still kind of like hung up. Now I might I might die on this hill as the window seal, like it should be sealed because it's closed. It's like it's sealed. That's the whole point. Sure. <laughs> uh, I still don't believe you when you tell me it's not sealed. It's well okay. That's fine. <laughs> Text that I'm watching FC Barcelona versus Real Madrid in the final four of the Euro League on ESPN three, and Kirk is still an impact player for Barcelona. Eight points in the first half. They also use the Kurich pronunciation. He's been doing it there for a long Doesn't time. Just really send us like a breakdown of a, a soccer match. No, it's basketball. Kyle Kirk. Oh, I thought you. Oh, I, I heard, Euro League. Oh, that's why I, I my mind went to soccer. Automatically. Give me the, the teams are you know, Barcelona and Real Madrid are, are soccer clubs as well, but they have basketball teams. Okay. And Kirk's played for Barcelona for like I want to say like 11, 12 years at this point. Yeah. Like he's been there for a long time. Like They love him over there. They've made it their second home. And he has been very good there for a long time. A lot um, worse places to play in Europe than Barcelona. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's. <laughs> if you don't know, that's where the 92 Olympics were. Yeah. Spain, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah, I mean, they, they've made it like their home. I know his wife and, and their kids love it. But they, uh, I, I'm seeing the final score now. They got beat 78-66, it looks like, Real Madrid. Big fourth quarter. Propels them to victory, so best luck to come. I mean, Kyle's Kyle's been one of the more successful professional players from that run of Patino players that didn't play in the NBA. Like he's had a long and lengthy career over there in one of the most, I mean, I guess the most competitive league outside of the NBA for professionals. Like he's made a very good living for himself out out there. And whenever he chooses to come back to the states for good, he will be uh, he'll be pretty much set. There's always gonna be a corner set for him. Uh, TJ texted in and said, Trevor's done more than Cooter the Bill. <laughs> Cooter it. I got to know. What, 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 I'm going to destroy what, it. Like, where did that nickname? Well, I've never heard that reference before. I always started playing baseball. I never heard that. Like, I knew, like, I knew that he put in the ball between it with the rubber band. Yeah, that's or, what I always did. That's uh, I knew that. And I, I mean, for someone who didn't play baseball, I would do it too. Or I would just, you know, kind of hold it, you know, just the, the right ball. Because getting the right fold is kind of a, a, a science in its own right. Uh-huh. You don't want to bend it too much. You want it to have a nice curve to it. But I don't know. I mean, other than, you know, the fill in your blank of perfect joke, when I hear the cooter, I just think of Dukes of Hazard, really. It's not what I think of. Oh, well, I, I, I said, I know, I said I second to that. Because uh, that was the name of the mechanic. Now, my, my buddy, Connor Brain, former Wake Forest football superstar, he said he would always put his the hat in a coffee mug. To get the bill in, I've never heard that. That's like like folding it and like and just sticking yeah. it in a coffee mug yeah. to, get, to get the shape. Although, because there were a couple of times when I was growing up where I'd have like the baseball be like a little bit off center, and you get the bill that was like then perpetually like half uneven. And you're like, ah, oh, really screwed. That now, up. were you ever were you you're? Because I've never seen you wear it backwards. Were you often yeah, a backwards? Have. I used to wear backwards hat all the time. In here okay, during the summer, you'll see it again soon. Uh, usually, I'm just seeing the bill. I guess. Yeah. But that because I was I, I'll go backwards sometimes. I, I was, always rocked it backwards. I was never a heavy rock backwards guy, but I would do it occasionally. I was mostly front front base. I feel like seventy five percent of the pictures of me from college, I'm wearing a backwards hat. It's usually like a, it's a Duke hat. I wore a Duke hat all the time. I can't say I, we all have regrets. I that picture I sent you from my that freshman hat picture. I was wearing a North Carolina sweatshirt. I can't. Oh, man. I've got some bad ones. I've yeah, got, but I, I like I loved that Duke hat it's so much so. Like one of the guys that I played baseball with who was younger than me. 
like he would always like he was playing like on the freshman team. I think I was, so I was playing up when I was like a sophomore, and he's like, I knew you as Ducat. He's like, he's like, I just, I was like, I was like, hey, Ducat's pretty good. Like, like he's like, I just, that's how I always referred to you. And you were always wearing that Ducat. It's funny, you're, you're, you're a complete I'm devil. My, my kind of, I, I, had, I wore probably more than I probably should admit was an Arizona State hat. I had. Did I you? Loved it. it was like the dark, the white maroon. one with the. No, that was the oh, red, the, the red one. Oh, and the little Sun Devil one, and I, that was the one I probably wore backwards more than anything. I had a blue. Because it had like the ASU like on the on the back. Like, I know right what you're there. talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and I wore it all, and I wore it backwards. A lot. That was probably, yeah. Mine was Sun Devils, yours was Blue Devils. Before I had that Duke hat that I wore all the time, I wore a North Carolina hat all the time. And it's funny, like, I went to the, the, the PGA in 2000 the, at Valhalla, and my favorite golfer was Tom Lehman, still is. And he, like, I didn't have anything for him to sign. And he was coming over, and I gave him the hat. So he, he autographed a North Carolina hat. And it, it was that, like, right after it happened, I was like, Pretty cool, though. I was like, cool, but also like this is my favorite hat. Now I can't, <laughs> I can't really wear it anymore. So after that, I was, I, it, was it the powder blue hat version? Yeah, exactly. And it was one of those like I tried to find it, and like you could never like I don't know if they changed the way they made it, but you could find the same kind of hat, but it just didn't fit the same. And it just it's when I made the transition to the Duke hat. Especially working at Carbon Hills, I had so many. I, I I have a I have hats hats. I still to this day I don't think I ever even wore. I got. I had so many hats when I worked from working at Cardboard Heroes. I believe it. I mean, I was just, I just, I have, I just looked through a closet one day and I found like a, st- a bag, a carbon, carbon hill bag with just a stack. Like you'd see like a stack of pancakes stacked up, like of hats, like 20 hats. And some of them still had like a lot of, some of them were like global hats that just, I got that thought it'd be cool and I just never wore it. I wore, I used to wear, from 20 to 25, I wore a lot of hats. I, yeah, I mean, I always, always have. I think I started, I guess when I got to Western, I just didn't wear them as much. I don't know why. That's what I've always said. Like when I started, one of the, the the annoying parts about like losing my hair and now being bald was people are always like, oh, you wear all these hats because you're you're bald. I'm like, anybody who knows me knows I've worn hats constantly yeah. since I was like ten years old. It's just it's always I, for whatever reason was just always a hat guy. We were allowed to wear them at Carbo Heroes too, which is another reason why I think I wore hats so much is because I just wear Makes them sense. at work. Yeah. Uh, Texas does, did going to the preview and walking the red carpet make white men can't jump a more fun movie experience. Also, if you say. You know it's actually good. We know you're lying. <laughs> I gave my honest thoughts on the movie. Uh, it was. Better, Why are you winking at me when you say that? <laughs> it was better than I thought it was going to be, but I well, came in with with low expectations for sure. Uh, but it, yeah, I mean the whole experience definitely made it more fun. Now it was one of the other funny things. That, so we're sitting next to to Chris, uh, Jack's manager, and his wife, and like some of their family members are in our row, and like this because it's a premiere and the movie's not actually out yet. You're not allowed to have yourself. They're worried about people like recording the movie and, and you know, it's gonna be on Hulu in an hour, releasing people. it and all this stuff. Like, so you're not supposed to have cell phones. So he at one point was like texting somebody on his cell phone, and like one of the security guys comes, he's like, "No cell phones." I'm like, "It's his manager. I'm pretty sure he's he's okay here. It's gonna be fine." But he, to, a- his, to his credit, did not try to pull rank, and he was like, "I'm sorry, it's fine." Seriously, we don't want to bootleg the movie before it's available to everybody for pretty much free at midnight. <laughs> Texas says, if you considered a flat bill a T-shirt, then Trevor would approve. <laughs> uh, don't give me no flat bills ain't happening, people. Don't do it. Oh, the guy who was going to the bats game last night and asked how many beers and hot dogs he should consume. <laughs> how drunk was he? I said three of both. You said six of both. Yeah, I did. You wound up being closer. Six beers, four hot dogs. Nice. And the bats won thirteen to one. I heard. Yeah, I, I heard they dominated. Yeah. He then asked, "How many hot dogs did you all eat at the premiere?" <laughs> How many boxes of No hot dogs, but one box of popcorn apiece. You went to a whole box of popcorn? Yeah, I mean, they're not that big. That's true, I guess. Were they, were they well buttered, though? 
Not really. I, yeah. It was one of those where like you, cause I think they have like butter machines now. So I guess you would do it. On, you do it on your own now pretty, for the most part. Really? I didn't. At theaters, yeah. Wow. Theaters. I mean, I know the seats had improved, but I didn't know you got your own butter machine too. Well, I mean, not like individually. Well, you... <laughs> it's like. Condom, I don't know. Some like of the seats are station. pretty, pretty nice. Man. It's like a condiment station at the, at the baseball park. I didn't know. Okay. I, it's been that long since I've been to the theater. Cards trying to rally here. Ugh. I always get popcorn, but I always get small, and I can never eat all the popcorn. Yeah, I think these were all smalls. Yeah, but I do get the large drinks. Text says, "Mike, say go big perp, go big perp." <laughs> I will say, Racing Louisville one and zero since we recorded those spots. Yeah, it's how the perp handles business. They took down Kansas City on uh, Don't mess a Wednesday with the perp. in the first game of the NWSL Challenge Cup. No big deal. Texas Hanson <laughs> has like four hits. Like. Huh? No. I remember the one where they're swimming in the. No, you. This is like trying to tell me like, uh, the the what's his name? Um, what what's uh, Alan Thick? Not Alan, uh, Robin. That's like saying he has got more. He's Lord not a one hit wonder. He definitely is a one hit one. Yes, thank you, Yates. Hope you're listening for that. I mean, I, <laughs> I can't think of any other songs that he's done. I mean, just because you, just because the guy, and, and I've brought this argument before. Just because someone had a song that's semi-charted doesn't mean they're... It doesn't count as a hit because you don't remember it. Vanilla Ice had had, had multiple songs that charted within the top ten. Weird no one is, ever is not considered him a not one-hit wonder. Weird is the song that I'm thinking of where they were like, no, swimming a, in the That's the video, the it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I couldn't tell you how the, how the song goes. But I probably know if you... That's saying, okay, that's saying a lot because you memorize every lyric after like for every song. Well, this may shock you, but I wasn't big into Hanson back in 97, 98. So Somewhat does surprise me. I don't think I heard the song very often. I see you being a Hanson, Hanson, Hansonite. I was not. What are the owners of fan clubs? That's when I was trying to be too cool for school. <laughs> Texas, per- perfect reason why I ignore, ignore golf. You just named golfers Keegan and Bryson. Bad? Keegan Bradley, Bryson DeChambeau. Both, uh, yeah, both, both very country club names. Although, I mean, they're Bryson's in other sports. Keegan, I'll give you. Keegan sounds like he went to Virginia and drank Zimas. Keegan, wasn't that the name of the bad guy in Highlander? I don't know, but my apologies to all Keegans out there listening. You may have, may have cost us the Keegan listenership. It is the Iowa basketball player, right? Keegan Murray. Yeah. Very good player. Texture says... Keegan does sound like a nerdy name, though. Welcome back to everyone's favorite Trevor game show. Is this the name of a golfer, or is this a made-up name? <laughs> I don't, still don't know if you're making them up. You could be making these names up, bro, I know. Well, the, per- the thing is, they sent in a name, and it's actually not a golfer, but they say... It Why is. are you telling to me? Don't do that. Well, but you've heard the name before. They said Trevor Gooch. That's not a golfer, right? It's not. Taylor Gooch is the, oh. is the name. So I he, mean, I wouldn't have known. He initially says Trevor Gooch, and the answer is yes. And then he goes, no. And then she says, I bleep that out. <laughs> LOL. Because <laughs> there, there's a tre- there a Trevor uh, 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 there's a Trevor that won you the match. always remember Trevor Immelman. Immelman, we, yeah, yeah, because he's from South Africa. We have had this conversation <laughs> 17 times where you're like, there's a Trevor who won the Masters. I'm like, Immelman. You're like, yeah, he didn't he win the Masters? Like, yeah. From South Africa. I'm like, yeah. Yes. How's he up to? Wyndham Clark. Do you think that's a golfer? <sighs> sounds like it sounds like a golfing name. I'm gonna No, that's a tennis player. Wyndham Clark's a golfer. He's currently six over par. I know Barry Wyndham. Do you know Matt Kuchar? No, no, that that's no, that that's a politician. It's, it's 
pro golfer. That's all in the Kuchar a politician. Matt Kuchar is a professional golfer. No, I thought he was like a Republican or something. It's also how you uh, bend your bill. Your hat. <laughs> you Matt Kuchar it. Isn't there another, isn't there another athlete or politician named Kuchar? Uh, are you thinking of Dennis Kucinich? Maybe. <laughs> Texas says, if, I'm, if that makes me right, then yeah. <laughs> Texas says, uh, TK, your transfer portal effort on the song has been lacking the past two times. You've, okay. you've changed it up the last Well, today time. I did try to do something different. I didn't like today's either. Yeah. The last time you counted it too, you're like, it's transfer portal. You've got Hollywood on us. <laughs> I like to keep you on your toes. Mondays, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to, we'll, we'll go OG on Monday. This is like. You know, Nelly Furtado going from, like, I'm like a bird to, like, promiscuous girl. Like, you've gone Hollywood on us. I feel more like Jewel going from, like, I, I grew up in my van as a hippie. Here's my soul, me and my guitar. To, like, the next time she's, like, in, like, a music video with all, like, the explosions. Yeah, cleavage, yeah. yeah she's showing cleavage. It's like, or this is, like, country Taylor Swift becoming pop Taylor Swift. Like, this, this is what you're doing to us right now. The Transfer Portal song's gotten too much love. When, 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 when MC, when James just dropped the MC and tried to go gangster. <laughs> Now I'm just hammer. <laughs> um, Texas, we went over this Rutherford. Practice begins on August 1st. Football season is two months away. Positive thinking, dude. I'm good with that. I'm good with saying All that. I know is every day we're one day closer. One day closer. That's all I know, and that's all I care about. Jeff Brom and company cleaning up and winning an ACC championship. Texas, Mike is right. Uh, there's Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, finish and see if I agree with them or not. This is actually, oh, that's an old text, actually. Oh, like how old? Uh, two days ago. Same day really ago. had to go to two days to get somebody to say you're right? That's Yeah. The that's, lengths I'll go to <laughs> that, that's to get great. somebody agreeing <laughs> with me. <laughs> that thing is, you could just said it was from like 10 minutes ago, and I'd be like, oh, damn. I thought it was from today. The one from today is, uh, take love now, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. I agree with, with the, the general. Does that so. statement work for getting Cave of Love, though? Yeah. Take what you can now. You don't know if those, if if what is. Yeah, what, elsewhere, what is the meaning of bird in the hand is better than two in the bush? What is this supposed to what, what is there's the, no guarantee that you're going to get the two birds that are in the bush. Okay, so take the one in your hand. Yeah. If you have a guarantee, if you have a sure thing, take the sure thing because you may end up with none. Okay. Texas says, I would not be excited about Caleb Love. Uh, incredibly inefficient career, 36% from the field. I think he's a negative black hole that will halt the progression of others. I'd rather have an experienced backup. Look, he wouldn't be my first choice either. Yeah, but what are you, again, but what, we're, what are options? Exactly. Yeah, we're, we're not, the kids that I'd rather have that are in the transfer portal right now, we're apparently not going after. And I've got no idea who's going to become available from the NBA draft process, after the NBA draft process. So if we're in on love and it's him or just the great unknown, I'm going with him. But I'd like to know, I mean, Maybe maybe KP's working in silence. Maybe he is he's going after some of these guys, and we just don't know about it. Texas says, love fills gaping hole. Yeah, we said it. I just I don't know why it's because, like the athlete coming into like a meeting. Like, Coach, Coach, Coach Payne here, like, he, like in the shadows. He's like, hello, Caleb. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, you're like just this wishing sound. He turns like, where'd you go, Coach? He's like behind him. He's like, I'm back here, Caleb. Like, it's not a picture of him like doing recruiting in the shadows. <laughs> What? Stop that! I don't know. Don't why. don't don't pass that image along to anybody else. <laughs> Te- He's just going from. We want this to work. 
Texas says, is Flowers not big enough to fill the gaping hole? Do you really think we can slide another guy in there? Come on. <laughs> Same Texas says, my high school girlfriend and I smashed during the movie Milk at Baxter Avenue Movie Theater. Oh, that's, is that as bad as me during Pit of Passion of Christ? It's it's that's got to be up there, right? Not nearly as bad as you during Passion. Of oh the, come on! Passion of the Christ. Harvey Milk was a was a transcending homosexual leader of the. I mean, he was mayor of San Francisco. Passion of the Christ. The only thing that supersedes that is Schindler's List, which is which is which I couldn't have been to do. Legitimately, that. only done in like like, <laughs> like TV shows. I mean, why didn't he have the option anyway? I was first for the record. I've never even actually watched Schindler's List. Well, it would have been impressive. I mean. <laughs> I've, I've never seen Milk either, though. I never saw it. I, I, I don't know why. I just because I, I mean, I love Sean Penn. I mean, the movie is, was gotten good reviews. What I trailers looked good on it. I just for some reason never sat down and watched it. I don't know why. I, I think, should. I feel like it was one of those like back in the day when I when Netflix originally came out and it was the send the disc to your home. Oh yeah. I feel like it was one of those like I I got and I just never got around to watching it. After a couple of weeks, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna send this back. That was <laughs> my version of that. Was the uh... <laughs> the movie well, was with Kevin Spacey where he played uh, the singer to out by out 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 by sea or something. He played Bobby Darren, I think. Oh, Beyond the Sea. Beyond the Sea. Yeah, I think it's what it's called. I, that was the one. That was my version of that to me. I had that delivered, and for some reason, I just never watched it. and I never returned it. I uh, know. Beyond a doubt, it's supposed to be a good movie. I love Bobby Darren. Yeah, I love Kevin Spacey. Well, you know, yeah. Texas says, "Why is Kenny afraid to play DePaul?" Well, he's not. We're going to play DePaul this year. Yeah. Not afraid to play anybody. Texas John texted KRC at 3 a.m. and Scoots gave him crap about it. So John responded that he was up late because he was doing something with his wife that Scoots doesn't do with his roommate. <laughs> I saw Scoots' roommate for the first time. That's a great text. <laughs> I, I didn't even know who John was until this. That, yeah. that was I'm assuming that that's who they're talking about. It could be another John, but that's John I'm thinking. Now, did you see Dustin Johnson? I know, I know you're not a, a golf. He's a go- I know he's a golfer. He is. He's kind of the bad boy of golf. He had the he had a drug problem. He's married to Paulina Gretzky, uh, Wayne's daughter, who be, was was very famous, very attractive. Uh, now he plays on the Live Tour, so we only see him for majors, basically. But he was asked. He he had a pulled muscle in his back that had kept him out for a, a lengthy period of time, and the, the the press was asking him questions before the tournament started, talking about the the injury. And they were like, so, you know, did you pull it? He's like, yeah, you know, it's just, it was one of those things, you know, going through stuff, you, you have injuries like that, and it's going to happen. It just lingered for a while. And they're like, did you, did you do it like playing with, with one of your kids, like picking up one of your kids? And he was like, kind of. And he's like, were you picking up a kid? He was like, I was picking up a grown kid. <laughs> so, like basically saying, like, I was having sex with my wife, and I, that's how I injured my back. And I was like, that's yeah, kind of a flex. I mean, that's, that's just not, dunking on uh, there's golf. There's nothing wrong with that. Just dunking on golf media nerds, being like, you're asking me questions. I don't know why my mind goes to the, the the family guy when they're doing the Phil Mickelson thing. You heard that? I don't know. <laughs> they're the golf commentators are like commentating to Phil Mickelson oh, about his wife. About his wife. Yeah, <laughs> I do vaguely remember that. They're thing. just making the jokes they make are pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so he says, Mike, I know your hairline goes back to 1600s, but you are too old for the backwards hat. See, I made this this big spiel. How's that? What? I made this big spiel like five years ago, and like, yeah, but like when you wear dad hats, like the like the kind of like the pool dad hat or whatever, 
I think you can wear that backwards. I see a lot of guys that are way older than me rocking that. Now, what about like, are you, are you? Uh, this is the guy who was talking about Air Force Ones yesterday, the UK fan, the angry guy. So I don't really trust this guy's opinion on anything. It's I like, don't. Think... It's like you talking about hat bills. <laughs> First of all, don't want me in with that Martian, okay? My, my 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 opinions are cool and hip. His are just evil and scary. <laughs> Not true at all. I don't think there's an age limit on on the hat backwards thing. Now, where do you stand on different hats other than just, like, sport hats, like baseball caps? What do you mean? Are you a fedora fan? Will you wear, like, the Kango? No. What about the one with, like, the, the it's, like, big on the front and it clips in, like, the clips in the back and you can wear those backwards? And I have news... no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like, the hat you see, like, the, 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 the newsboys wear? The, I think you should leave hat. <laughs> the what? I was thinking of the, the hat from the skit from, from I think you should leave. It's like a safari hat with flaps in the back. <laughs> like the, the, the guy like, from the store said, "I'm the only person he's ever seen pull it off." What, like, the, like the hat, like you'd see, like a newspaper guy, a newspaper boy in like the '40s would wear. Oh, well, like the pencil on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aha! <laughs> like, like I, I, like, would you wear? Do you, do you wear other hats? Is what I'm asking. I guess other than just baseball caps. I bought one of those like Irish hats when we were in Ireland, and I wore it there. See, I, I'm all for like bringing like some like the like the. Uh, not not the straw hat, maybe, but like the fedora would be a good one. Like the hat that uh, Jason Siegel wears in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall when they make fun of him. I don't hate him for that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, these are different hats I think should be, be brought I back. tried visor at one point. I, I can't pull off. I can't do visor. I can't no. do it. I, I, the I visor it. seems pointless to me. It's like non-alcoholic beer. It's like why? Like The point of the hat is to me is like covering just more than just the, the front of your face. I, I wish we could bring back, go back like to the twenties and bring back some of the, the different styles of hats that were popular. The bowler, the, I mean, we need to bring them all back. Like back when it was like bowler hat, bowler. Yes, well, that's cool. I want to wear a bowler hat. I did wear a my top. head's too fat to wear a bowler hat though. That's the problem. I did wear a top hat to senior prom. I'm not as much a top hat fan, but I'm okay with it that. It didn't look great. Like I want to turn on a sporting event again and make it look like I want to say the twenties, but that's probably wouldn't, wouldn't be like. What is the twenties? I mean, I mean, I want to take all the hats and stuff, but that, that's what we need to see. We need to bring back the first. I'm going to bring back fashions. Don't bring back, you know, the the the, the, the huggers shorts. Bring bring back different hats. Thirty five percent of today's show has been you giving hot takes on fashion, which I'm not sure how to feel about. I think you. I think the the the, the, thing, the word you're thinking of is thank you. That's two people words. should people should. <laughs> Um, more breaking national news. <laughs> USC AD Mike Bone has announced his resignation from USC. Because his name is Mike Bone. Doesn't want a bone in the Big Ten. He says both sides have parted amicably. Loves the university and the industry. He said, quote, it's a great time with USC's emergence into the Big Ten for new leadership to move the program forward. Does Tom George get a call here? USC? No. That's not happening. No. I'd like it. For him, I think it'd be great, but no. oh, it's supposed to be B O H N. That's not cool. Yeah, <laughs> bone zone. The, the, the bone bone gets the the dump. It's dumped. <laughs> Texas says those butter machines have been around for twenty years. No, they haven't. Not not to the, to the public. They've been around for I mean like, at least like ten. But twenty, I don't know about. But the thing is, and then they're not at every theater. Like, cause yeah, still, I mean, they haven't been at every theater because you used to still get like the you were at the mercy of the 
the teenager behind the oh, counter. Oh yeah. You're like, oh no, that's that's way too much. That's please stop. Well, please stop. I, I never said that word, but yeah, I mean I was <laughs> I was always like, Yeah, I want to, you know, like put like fill like half the bag like a third of the bag, then put butter on, then fill you know, the rest of the bag, but I want like three layers of butter on mine. Texture says the second Hanson. This one guy is very defensive of Hanson. Or or girl. Could be. Hanson has like four hits, and then when we talked about it, he said the second Hanson Hanson album, fellas. I didn't know there was a second Hanson album. I don't know if they changed genres. Did Hanson try to become like hardcore? Did they go hip hop? No, surely God not. They had their second album came out in two thousand four. It didn't. I hadn't heard any of these songs. I mean, did it chart? I don't. I don't, don't want to. I don't want to dive into the handsome Hanson discography. I can't even say handsome. Okay, first of all, they had, good Lord, the list of discography they've got. Like 30 albums on here. They just came out with one in 2022. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing. We're not. Their filmography list is like 30 30 titles. Filmography? They've been in movies? They were on the Weird Al show, which I didn't even know existed in 97. I do okay. I do remember Where's the Love. They were on Space, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. I don't know what that. I'll is. take it back. I remember Where's Sabrina. the Love, the, the second single that they had. I don't know any of the songs from their other albums. None. Well, I guess Weird is the one that I remember with the swimming in the. <laughs> yeah, song called Gimme Some Lovin'. Okay. Anyways, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, the last time they won an award was at the MTV Video Music Brazil for what? Penny and Me. <laughs> what was that? For best international visit, it was any way it was nominated. Okay, it was in 05. <laughs> I didn't know there was a Brazil. I take a break when we come back. Uh, some football news to get to U of L getting some more national love and also a potential flip that would be a big time deal for Jeff Brom and company. We'll discuss that more of your text as well at 502 414 1450. It's the Mike Weatherford show on a Friday on 1450 and 96 1. The big X. Them, like kind of after they got when they came out, I was pretty young. Like I was like, "What's the mo- what? 
What's the Morning Glory? That was like nine. Well, I guess that was like ninety-eight. What did I guess? I, when they, I remember when, the, when this song was popular. I was like in fourth, fifth grade. Like when this and like Champagne Supernova were popular, I was like in fourth, fifth grade. I, I kind of got into them like in high school. Was were, they, were they late? Were they early nineties? Yeah. I thought the What's the Story Morning Glory was like 97, 98. Maybe. I think it was like 95, 96. I want to okay, say. Okay, you might be right. I mean, the, the 90s were kind of a blur for me. Champagne Supernova came out in, let's see. I mean, that was the, the 96. Day, okay. So, so was, I was in fifth grade. So their debut album was 96. Okay, I was thinking, well, I was thinking it was later than that. Maybe I guess because I didn't get into them a couple years, until a couple years later because in 96, I was more into like Sublime and No Effects and Blink-182 and things like that. I feel like they were coming out when like that... Um, Smashing Pumpkins, like 1976, was like that song was popular. Okay, Those I was gonna say that was Smash Pumpkins came out in early 90s, but yeah, that song. That was, song, like they were yeah. on the, I remember them being That's on the That's their radio third album, yeah. That same summer of like 96, which I guess I was getting ready for sixth grade. So yeah, I was, it was like between fifth and sixth grade. So I was like still a little too young to kind of be super into it, but in high school, I really liked them. I, I still really like Oasis, at least the songs that I know. I couldn't tell you anything other than that really, the, their mainstream stuff from that early 90s days. I mean, are you ready for, since it's been a very pop culture heavy Friday? It has. I get the 4.30 every day. I get the, the People News email. Are you oh, ready? Oh, yeah. The big celebrity headline of the day. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are number two today. They're down there. Well, how are they going down? Whoever, well, have you heard? The, the, the Didn't cra- you have a stalker? The crazy car chase. The paparazzi car chase. Oh, no. Didn't we learn our, our, this with Diane? That's the whole thing. They're, did you call her Diane? Isn't it? Diana. Oh, Diana. Sorry. They're, give, they're not giving away the, the photos. That car chase. Nobody is. But the big headline is there of the any day. Good in there? <laughs> this is made specifically for you. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly mm-hmm. are slowly, in quotes, reconciling. But wedding planning is, quotes, halted. Does it really say quote? It's an exclusive <laughs> source. Exclusive source for people. So wait a minute. So they're reconciled, so when they are gonna get married now? The planning's halted. We don't know. So Up in the air. So they're reconciled. So she's available. Slowly. Technically, yes. I mean, I just got to win the. I just, just got to win that lottery, it's man. It's a big moment for you. If I can win the lottery, I can sleep with Megan Fox. Also, Kevin Costner's leaving Yellowstone? Like, I thought he passed away, according to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still haven't watched Yellowstone, by the way. I haven't either. I've heard. I've been told by a number of people that I wouldn't like it. And now I'm kind of starting to get to, like, the, I'm getting to that where I'm like, Everybody's like, you should watch it. I'm like, now I don't want to watch it just to be spiteful because everybody's telling me I need to watch it. My wife watched it. And how great it is. Uh, it, it, and it's just, I'm not, honestly, I, when I did the first second I tried to watch it, it right away soured in, in my mouth that it was like not a, like a throwback. I, I expected like the same from like the Western days. Like, I don't know why I had my mind. You were surprised old. by what got And yeah, and as soon as I turn it on, it's like modern day like trucks. I'm like. What the bleep is this? You thought you knew the taste you were going to have in your mouth, and then it was just, it was surprising. It went sour. It wasn't what you expected it, it to be like. Now, back to how I can win $100 million and have, <laughs> and have sex with Megan Fox. Because <laughs> I can tell you, I like, I know I don't have to like get in shape or do anything. Like, the way I look and act, I'm just a, a bank account away from hooking up with Megan Fox. A vicious bat flip on a Taylor Roby home can, run. I, I 100% believe that. I may have to go flat, Bill, though. It seems like the type of nerd she'd date. That's a bomb. Taylor Roby, nation's leader in home runs, goes deep here in the NCAA tournament to bring Louisville within two runs. Cards still trail Indiana 4-2 on ESPN2. Uh, are you ready for a, why, why do they wear masks, the pitchers? Why don't baseball players wear masks? I mean, they're closer. It's more of a chance of getting hit in the face with a line drive. I mean, 
Yeah. Then why don't you take off the mask and move back? Because that's not allowed. <laughs> you have to pitch from the rubber. It's the rule of the sport. <laughs> Seems fairly self-explanatory. So many, so many questions. <laughs> You're inquisitive. Why do they pitch underhand? <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's a... Stop. <laughs> stop. We're moving on. Football. We've got good notes there. Good, positive notes across the board for U of football. Uh, on three, again, we love them when they rank us fairly. We hate them when they sabotage our recruits. They do like to sabotage us. But they've come out with their post-spring ACC football power rankings. Would you care to venture a guess as to where Louisville sits in those? So what was the title again? Post-spring ACC power rankings. These are via Jesse, oh, Simon, Jesse Simonton of on three. They've got us three ahead of North Carolina behind Florida State. You're incorrect. Clemson, I am uh, uh, on all fronts. No, Colonel Sanders, you're incorrect. I'm, I'm right. <laughs> they have Louisville at number four. By North Carolina. Behind North Carolina. Yeah. Florida State and Clemson are one and two. That Carolina thing. is three. Louisville sits there at four. Here's what Simonson says about the cards. <laughs> what does Simon say? The Cardinals are a dark horse ACC contender this fall thanks to an upgraded head coach and a cupcake conference schedule that doesn't include Clemson, FSU, or UNC. Jeff Brown returned home and has overhauled Louisville's roster with 20 transfers, improving the team's receiving core offensive line, and secondary. He also signed his 2023 quarterback in Cal transfer Jack Plummer, who reunites with Brom after spending three seasons at Purdue with 14 starts, and Stanford edge rusher Stephen, uh, Stephen Heron. The Cards lost key linebackers to Ciro Dula, Momo Sonogo, and Monty Montgomery, but their defense should still be one of the better units in the ACC. Sounds good to me. North Carolina lost a butler. Why did everybody think North Carolina is going to be so like automatically good again? Uh They've, and they underachieved last year with, with the, the talent they had. Well, new offensive coordinator. Drake May being back is the big thing for them. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. He's being rated as the second best quarterback in the country. I think that's pretty much it. That's, that's, all, that's all the argument they're you gonna got. Score, they're going to score a lot of points. A lot of transfers on defense. The dude from FSU, pass rusher. I mean, I, this is how confident I am that we can finish second in the ACC. I just because Florida State and North Carolina are just abundantly overrated. Well, Clemson's done, and, and you and you and you have no love for Clemson. They, they'll be like ten and two, nine and three. So I mean, they're there for the picking. I think that the stars are lining up for us. Two other notes to get to on the football front. On three again, we love them when they rank us fairly. Also, rank the you do go to them a lot. They rank the, well. They have put out a lot of stuff. Like they're the new. They, they keep they're making money. They're, they keep picking off all the writers from other places, so they're they're putting out content. Um. We're desperate for content on May 20th. They ranked the top 100 players, any position, in college football for the upcoming season. One Louisville player was ranked. Do you care to guess who it was? No. <laughs> what number was he ranked? Number 62. First of all, you know I was hoping for, but I didn't get it. Number 69 is Grayson Murphy from UCLA. Grayson Murphy, UCLA has enough going for him already. Um, who is it? Ashton Gelade, the uh, defensive lineman for the Cars, who was so good last season when he got some playing time. I wouldn't have guessed that. Former very high-profile recruit. Jeff Brom talking about him having a monster season. I think he's clearly the standout on defense uh, for this team during the spring. Very excited to see Ashton play this season as a uh, as a, as a junior. He's. I'm excited for this whole team. I'm, I'm excited about everything. I cannot wait for football season. I'm also excited about the fact that, are you ready for it? The Instagram scoop of the day. Yeah, 
Tell me what I'm missing on Instagram right now. It's not even really a scoop as much as it is like just people noticing this. So Joseph Stone Jr. is uh, one of the highest rated wide receivers in the class of 2024. He's currently committed to LSU. He was on Instagram yesterday with a chain with a Louisville logo on it, wearing a Louisville chain. Okay. I Flipping a kid from LSU is always a good thing. Flipping one of the best wide receivers in, in the class would be a great thing. LSU is known for its wide receivers. Certainly Jeff Brom known for his passing game. So getting the better of them would be awesome. But that's a, a, a piece of news out there that has a lot of Cardinal football fans very, very excited. Also, speaking of wide receivers, rack it up, man. Chance Morrow, who transferred away from the program a couple of months ago, picked his new landing spot. He's going to Buffalo to continue his college career. Best of luck to him. Go Bison. Bulls. Sorry. Buffalo Bulls. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton Sex Line. We'll take a few more texts here to wrap up the second hour of the show. Texture says, homecoming week in high school, there was a hat day. The whole male population got in a school suspension because they showed up in the white South Carolina Cox hat. Oh, it was a big thing. Oh, the, yeah. I remember that. That and then, like, the Furman hats that said F you. Yeah. You could, I, I, I never... Did you all have those at Cardboard Heroes? No, well, well, I worked at Lids too, but we had them there. Lids, I remember was the big. That was the big. One. Lids, was, they had the yeah. whole like little section that was like the yeah, yeah, the 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 Campbell's build with the humps right. on it. This will get you in trouble in school hats, but yeah. technically it's okay. We I, we had them there, but uh, I never I never got in those. They they were now those got popular even when I was still like in like high school. I think I think I was like maybe my like near the end of my like junior senior years, like ninety seven ninety eight. I think those were kind that's of popular. What, yeah, I, think I remember my friend from Ohio he, he used to always wear the uh, the FU one, and he. I just thought it was funny until we got pulled over and the cop just like gave him the dirtiest look because he's wearing this hat, and he's like, Would "You boys now step out of the car." I'm like, <laughs> your hat gets me freaking arrested, Chris. I swear to good lord, I'm gonna kick your. <laughs> it's one of those trends growing up where I was like, it's kind of funny. I was like. My dad would kick my ass if I tried I, it. My, my dad would have absolutely been like, you can wear that hat if you want to. You're going to have to find another place to live. Like, I chuckled at it, but, like, I never – like, the closest I ever came to wearing that stuff was when I wore, like, the uh, – now, when I was in middle school, I had the uh, the Sonic the uh, the the Chronic the Hedgehog t-shirt. Like, yeah, I think you've said that. Before. Yeah, and I had the, the Dick and Cider shirts. Okay, uh, well, easy, easy, easy there. And cider. The C- C-I-D-E-R. I know. But the drink. But still. I mean, it's, I had those shirts. Uh, the big Johnson T-shirts. I remember those. Like, th- but again, that's middle school, which got me in trouble. By the way, in middle school, I can see that getting <laughs> yeah. you in trouble in middle school. Yeah, I got, I got, I got asked to turn them inside out, sent home. Yeah, it was. What was it? Didn't you have you had like a band T-shirt? That well, that and that was. <laughs> you were that kid. <laughs> that's the best part about this. Like these, these ones I'm describing now that you would get at Spencer's, this place you never heard of. Right well, now, like, I'm very. <laughs> Ever since I've realized that, by the way, like, there are like a, I feel like I pick up on every Spencer's reference that I guess I just didn't get beforehand. That's where you found all these shirts, yeah. the Spencers, and uh, which again become later on hot topic to the, the younger generation. But uh, well, wait, 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 Spencers and Hot Topic are the same. thing? Well, kind of like I guess you'd stop the kids. Like, hot Topic's like the goth store. Well, you got goth stuff at Spencers too, though. Oh, I didn't know that. It sold like all the corny, horny jokes stuff plus the goth stuff. Like you had like the the. The, the devils and the gargoyle stuff and things like that, too. It had everything. But middle school, that was middle school. That was sixth and seventh grade. In fifth grade, I got in trouble twice. First for wearing a, the Guns N' Roses shirt that had the picture of the inside sleeve of the album Patience, which was a topless woman laying across the couch. Now, in my defense, 
The shirt version I had had a black bar over her nipples, opposed to the actual inside of the cut of the label. What did your mom say when you tried to wear that at school? Was she just okay with it? <laughs> I don't think she's really paying attention. <laughs> she just didn't care. Yeah, go for like, it. Like mom going to school. She's like, all right, yeah. Stop grabbing like pack of cigarettes. It's good. To, as long as it it's, a, have, it's a gas station on your way home on the bike, you know. As long as it doesn't show actual <laughs> penetration on your clothes, feel <laughs> yes. free to wear it around other twelve-year-olds. So yeah, I wore that and I got in trouble, which gave me a bad reputation. Like that's when I got like. <laughs> that's when it started right there. <laughs> that's when it started. That's I'm like yeah. This is how you ended up. I would have been X. a Nobel Prize winner. <laughs> why had here. it not been for that shirt that day at school? So then later on, I got in trouble in the same year. I got sent home. Because I wore an Ohio State T-shirt and they claimed it was a, a pot league. Oh, and I was like, I was like, I swear, See, you've been typecast though. At that which, point. which is crazy because at the time I'm like, what the hell's a pot league? I mean, even fifth grade Trevor didn't even know what a pot league really was. You get in trouble one time for clothes, then they just assume you're a bad kid. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. So I got like, st- yeah, I got stereotyped. They're like, you, you obviously, an, uh, uh, like, first of all, like, it's just a big O and a like a little peanut and like a leaf, and, like that's narcotics. I'm like, what's a narcotic? Like, what are you talking about? Like, you, you, we know you, Mr. Kelsey. I'm like, cannabis I'm, tea. I hope you know me. You're my freaking teacher. But I mean, like, what are you talking about? And I got sent home for it. Yeah, I, I got feel bad for you now because there were always those kids <laughs> in school. Like, and I would genuinely, they, they were like kind of bad kids, but they would just get screwed after they got caught a couple of times. Like everything, that they never got the benefit of the doubt. And I feel like you were that kid. I mean, well, luckily that was fifth grade. So by the time I got to Westport, I had like a, like a fresh start. Clean which, slate. Yeah, which I pretty much just just wiped my rear end with by wearing Chronic the Hedgehog and and the other cider shirts and stuff like that. I was like, "Wow, I'm a new 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 fresh start." Day two, it's just like, "Hey!" Then by seventh grade, I'm already smoking. So I remember <laughs> there was a kid in grade school who wore it wasn't even like during school or whatever because obviously we had to wear when I was in Holy Trinity we had to wear uniforms. But at like the Holy Trinity festival, the church picnic, he wore a Save Water Drink beer t-shirt and like got suspended for school i'm like well that's not Wait a minute. fair that was at a Catholic school i mean that's bigger that'd be right up their alley right yeah i mean yeah, you think, yeah. well not when you're 13 i guess but i don't I, I really you're i don't understand i don't know i still think you're 13 yeah I mean. well i'm just seeing this headline too now i'm, I'm distracted we're all over the place it's friday whatever happy weekend to you i'm seeing a 31 year old colorado woman who had a had the baby of a 13 year old boy she got sentenced to 90 days in jail just, Wait, so just, repeat that one more time. Just ninety days. She 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 had an affair with a what? Thirteen year old boy just had his baby, and now is going to jail for ninety days. Didn't like Mary Kay Letourneau get like fifty years? Was that the Florida teacher? No, that was the one who like she had the I don't know if it was Florida like the Philly like she had his baby and like they kept visiting and like they they fell in love like she got out and then like she like immediately went to him and they ended up getting married. The Adam just, Sandler movie. She just died a couple boy. years ago. <laughs> But like she got like a, a long time. I mean, I I think you should get longer than. I mean, imagine, I mean, if you're a 31 year old man having sex with a 13 year old girl and she has a baby, I feel like he's going to get more than 90 days. I think he would deserve. Wait a minute, why did he days. get? If he's 13, shouldn't she get the prison time and not him? She is. Trevor. Are you just not? I thought you said all? he's getting 30 days. No. Oh, I thought you said. I thought my bad. I thought you said he was getting it. No, but. The, the the next point I made after we announced the specifics was if the roles were reversed, I feel like the you know thirty one year old man impregnating a thirteen year old girl. Oh, he'd go to prison for and he as he should and exactly the woman should too. Like she should go for way longer than ninety days. That seems yeah, impossible. I agree. I mean, yeah, don't, that's still don't say what you're thinking. No, I mean, well, I mean, I, I get it. You know, there's 
The boy's still going to get high-fived in the hallway, but, I mean, no, she should still go to prison because it's still the same you, thing. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's terrible. She should not – it's, it's rape. It's, she should not be going for just 90 days. That seems absurd to me. He, she's 30 and he's 13? 31 and he's 13. She just had his baby. Yeah, she needs to do, like, five years. So that means, like, she was having – because, I mean, that's nine months. She was having sex with him probably when he was 12 years old. Yeah, it's just creepy. It's very gross. Very yeah, that's gross. prison time. Uh, we've got a quick update here before we go to break. Uh, Louisville softball continuing to try to battle back and win this first-round game against Indiana. They trail 4-2 to two in the bottom of the sixth inning, so they have one more at-bat to try and, and win this game. Uh, ESPN2 has the TV coverage. Uh, and a reminder, we got Louisville Bats baseball tonight at 7-15 will be the first pitch. Bats looking for their fifth straight overall win and their fourth win over uh, Jacksonville in a row. It's family fun night out there at the ballpark. Make it out to Slugger Field or listen to Nick Curran and company right here on 1450, the Big X. Also, Jim Kelch will be there, too. Jim Kelch and Trevor Kelsey on the ones in the they won't. They won't let me talk, though, on the air. You'll be talking your, your fair share off it's the air. Probably a, it's probably smart of them not to let me talk on the air, but they don't let me talk on the air. They should. I think they should, too. I, I want to just show up one day to a game that I'm not working and just like go up in the press room and be like, hey, can I join you? It's me, Trevor. Like, What do you think it would do if I went up to like the... Try to go up to the press room and like the secure. I assume they have security there. I mean, like, you just like sit down, like stretch, like <laughs> who we got tonight on the hill. I just, see I just want to be like, you need to let me. Do you not know who I am? Hey, you, can you give me a water? <laughs> Start snapping at people. You mean we got to pay for just it? Wear what you're wearing right now, too. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back. 5 o'clock hour is up next. Uh, get your text in at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Happy Friday to you. Happy weekend to you. We roll on next here on o'clock hour here. Happy Friday to you. Hope your weekend's off to a raging start. If it is, I don't know why you'd be listening to us, but that's fine. Last time you had a raging weekend. Oh, God. Like, what's what, what going to the definition of a raging weekend in the Rutherford household? Probably already happened. Like, going to the movie <laughs> premiere last night. Going get to, you're not having to be home right away? I mean, I'm going to Cincinnati tomorrow. It's going to be a, that's a rager. raging of a weekend as I've had in quite some time. I mean, Derby weekend, we did kind of get after it, which... For me, it is like, I mean, again, like I haven't been drinking for the past year, and I've still I'm only having like one, two drinks max per occasion, so I don't feel god awful. But last year's Derby weekend, I got after, which kind of started this whole thing. But it's yeah, the, the weekends don't exactly rage anymore at the Rutherford household. <laughs> not so, not a word that is in the vernacular anymore, which is fine. So like you would say, last Derby, last time you had like a a, a good drunken night. Yes, I mean then then like the next day I woke up and felt like a different person, and I have not felt. 
the same normal soon. sense. So, what did you drink that night? <laughs> well, it was two night, two days in a row. It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty bad. I haven't done a two day binger in probably my maybe early thirties. Yeah, but I'll have a couple drinks tomorrow in Cincinnati. Should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Go Reds. Uh, we got uh, speaking of baseball, we've got Louisville baseball tonight. Right when we get off the air, Cards taking on Florida State at six o'clock at Jim Patterson Stadium. You can hear all the action on our sister station nine seventy. WGTK. I laid out the, the 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 what needs to happen for Louisville to make the ACC, ACC tournament these next two days. It's very simple. If Louisville beats Florida State today and tomorrow, they're in. They're going to the ACC tournament. If they lose both games, very simple, they're out. They're not going to the ACC tournament. If they go one and one, you would need NC State to win both of its games against Pitt to go two and zero. Oh. Now, Sean Moth texted in and had like a little bit of a. He's like, "You're right, but there is one caveat." If, if NC State and Pitt miss a game this weekend due to weather, it could be an issue for U of L. So here's hoping that uh, the, the rain holds off, whatever that series is. I'm assuming in Raleigh. Uh, here's hoping it holds off. They get both games in, and we can somehow get into the the ACC tournament. Sean also said that he was told that the curve in the the bill of the ball cap is called a grr, like a tiger growl. Grr. Never. I never heard any like. I just the. You just curve it, you know, you know, just bend it. I mean, I didn't know. It was, just bend it. Just bend, like, <laughs> Beckham it. Beckham it. I, think, I, know, I don't know. I, just, I, I didn't know there was actual slang term for it. Yeah. Just, I, we always heard cooter it. Which, I mean, what? How did you come up? I, mean, I didn't come up with it. it was, I, I, feel, I feel like that's just like, that's what happens when you get a bunch of like teenage boys and make them all wear like slacks and a tie. And they just, like, they, that's how they come up with like nicknames or stuff. That's just what, what I was told playing baseball growing up. Uh, by the way, we will have Evan Webster, uh, all just announced, on the hill tonight, starting in place of Tate Keener in a must-win, almost must-win, game for L tonight against Florida State. All right, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton text line. We've talked about Caleb Love, the possibility of him getting the final scholarship for UofL men's basketball last season. We shared a bunch of quick, uh, quick hitters on the football side of things last hour. Uh, cards being projected once again as a top-four team in the ACC potentially flipping an LSU wide receiver transfer, Ashton Gelati getting some good pub. Um, if, if you've got things that you want to talk about, hit us up on the Thornton sex line at 502-414-1450. I also wanted to note, before we move on from the baseball conversation real quickly, as disappointing as this season has been for, for Dan McDonald and company, 7-0 against teams from the state of Kentucky. Nice. Beat EKU 11-0. Beat Moorhead 11-1. Beat Western 15-8. Beat Bellerman 14-2 and 18-7. Beat NKU 18-5. Beat UK 7-0. That's a 7-0 record, outscoring in-state opponents 94-23. So, kings of the Commonwealth, suck it all yous. Even if we don't go to the NCAA tournament, we're the kings of this uh, of this state. And we're always, yeah, we're always the state man. Did you see it? And I know you didn't, so I don't know why I prefaced it this way. <laughs> One day you're going to say that, and I'm like, yeah, I did actually, but this is a horse racing thing, so I know you did. No, no, there's no way. No. As Louisville, by the way, is that the, tomorrow? By the way, Preakness is tomorrow. Okay, tonight's the Black Eyed Susan. Uh, we've got U of L softball name, by the way. inching ahead, uh, <laughs> inching closer and closer to winning or at least getting back even here. They trail Indiana four three in the final inning of the NCAA tournament first round in Knoxville. Uh, Cards got a solo shot to bring it to four three. Now a walk with one out as they try to keep their hopes alive. Uh, against the Hoosiers, but our, our guy Damon Simpson, who's one of the owners of Mage, who we had on the show after they won the Derby, uh, he he's getting ready to fly to Baltimore for the Preakness tomorrow, and he sent me a video message saying he was sitting there, and the song that they were playing in the airport 
was the song, same song that we played when we brought him on to the show. <laughs> I can't remember what song it was. I couldn't hear the video. I was trying to hear it during the break. What day did he come? He came on right after Derby? He came on the day after Derby. Monday. That Monday? Monday after the Derby. We can, I'll try to listen to the video again during the break, but I didn't get a I chance. I mean, probably to better chance to go to the podcast and listen to it. Yeah, maybe. But he sees that as a sign. Mage is winning the Preakness. And even if you don't want to view that as a sign, you've got a pretty good shot because the Preakness field now, after uh, Brad Cox's horse scratch this morning, is down to just seven horses. Again, no derby runners, a bunch of new shooters, but Mage is a four to five favorite at this point to win the second leg of the Triple Crown. They're going to have to change this Triple Crown. I mean, it's just no, nobody wants to run the Preakness anymore. No one cares about anything after the derby. Why, why don't we just get rid of the other two and just say the derby? Well, I mean, they'll care. If Mage wins the Preakness, people will care about the Belmont because they'll be slightly, going for a Triple Crown. Yeah. I don't think slightly. I think well, it's, I it's, Triple Crown's still a big deal. Yeah, but, but how many have we had now since we went that stretch? We've had three in the last... Including American Pharaoh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the authentic one was... Yeah. I mean, we went so long until... When was... Because it was, it was 79 until... What, it was 2013 or something? like when, 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 2015 was American Pharaoh. Okay. That was the one that we'd had since Seattle Slough in 79, right? So we've had just... Technically, we've only had one since then, which was Justify in 2018. So, but we've had two since 2015, including the one in 2015. Yes. Yeah, but wasn't there? Okay, was I just thinking there was a third for some reason, or not? I don't remember why. But. Well, I think the you had the the Bizarro year in 2020, where like authentic won the it was, the races were out of sync. Like, remember, I think the Preakness was first. And then the Derby was second. Yeah, 2020. They might as well just not have done a race. I don't count them anyway. Yeah, it was. No one does. Yeah, I, I can't even remember exactly <laughs> yeah. what happened there. But maybe I was thinking, because well, maybe I'm just thinking Big Brown, because Big Brown was the one that was supposed to dominate and came up short. In Did the not third do anything at yeah. Belmont, yeah. Um, we, had a, but, we had a few, we had a handful of horses that won the first two legs in a row and then got beat in the, in the Belmont. So I guess two's not that. But still, I mean, I just having two in the last couple, in, in the last, you know, less than 10 years, I guess it hasn't taken away from it, but. I mean, it isn't watered down as sad as like the triple double in the NBA anymore, but like that's just like not even like it's like guy getting a rebound. Who got triple doubles? Like who cares? Any chance to take a shot at the NBA? Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, we we had this talk last week when we were discussing conference realignment and finances and all this stuff, and you know, the guy sent in the the the, the revenue from twenty 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 one, which showed that U of L was the Biggest revenue producer in the ACC. We've got new numbers now that I'm just seeing coming in via CL Brown of the Courier Journal talking about the revenue producers from 2022. The ACC had a record number, $617 million in revenue. UofL made $40.4 million in revenue, which was the second highest in the league, which is still pretty impressive. Your mic's off. That's good. <laughs> what, that Glad saying? I turned it on for that. <laughs> I didn't. I thought you were asking a question. Then I was like, "Your mic's not, your mic's not on." Well, ne- never has it been a useless time to turn something on more than that than that moment right there. So look, we you know, I, I I don't know exactly what goes into conference realignment. What people are looking for, I think it's odd that Louisville is seen as like so far behind some of these programs when we produce more money than they do. We're in a bigger city than they are. Uh, we've uh, for some of them we've had more success in, in the biggest sports besides men's basketball recently. Well, but but, but yeah, I remember have. when it comes to sports, the only sports that we're looking at is the football. Right, but if you're comparing like Louisville football to I mean, 
for case in point, when this talk of the Magnificent Seven was out this week, like NC State football, they've been better than us the last handful of years. But would you, if you ask the average college football fan who's been the more relevant program for the last decade, Louisville or NC State, I would be willing to bet they're going to say Louisville. We've we've had a couple of teams that relevant, have been yes. But I would more the bit more important question is which one's been more profitable. Well, it's been us clearly with the, the with just the football in general. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. for sure. Then, I mean, then yeah, there's no argument. Yeah, there's no question. So I don't really sometimes I don't really get why we fall so low in the pecking order. I, I get that we are, you know, we're, we're close enough to. You've got UK and the SEC, which I guess plays a part. You've got Ohio State in this general area as now Indiana puts the final touches on a 4-3 win over Louisville. Uh, the Cardinal softball team drops the first game of the NCAA tournament there to the Hoosiers. Valiant effort, uh, but they fall 4-3. to That sucks. That's a disappointment. But anyways, we make the long and short, we make money. We make bank. Bring us to your big conference if you want us to give you some of that money. And hopefully start winning more games in basketball pretty soon. Uh, you can suck it. Yeah, you can suck it. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. Uh, we'll take some text here. Texture says that USC AD just resigned effective immediately. That's, yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting. Speaking of Tom George, I mean, CL Brown, I'll say this for him. The man, he gets the job at the Courier-Journal, which has become, I, let's be real, the Courier-Journal's relevance here in the local sports scene has continued to dwindle in recent years, and I think a lot of that has become – it's an understatement, I think. Maybe yeah, like lack of name recognition among the riders. Like, like, I think you talk to a lot of people who followed sports who used to always be able to tell you, yeah, I remember Eric Crawford, Rick Bozich, uh, Jody Demling, like, you know. Uh, Even CL, to a CL degree. CL Brown, back in the day. Brewer. Brian I mean, Bennett was the beat rider. Like, yeah. you used to know all these names. There are a lot of people who just don't know the people who write for the Courier-Journal. Like, the last ones were, like, Greer and them, I think. Were like some, I mean, I, you ask me now, I'm hand to, hand to God. I don't can tell you who covers the teams now. Which is why I think it was a big deal for them to go and bring CL back to the city as a columnist and try to you know, renew some of that that interest in the paper. And yeah. he, to his credit, I mean, he has been writing about controversial topics right from the beginning. Uh, he wrote something you know, about the former players kind of calling the fan base out after the Denny Crum stuff. Uh, he wrote a, a very complimentary piece about Kenny Payne's roster building. And then today, he wrote uh, a column basically saying we had this big honoring of Denny Crum, and now there's talk about getting him a statue. At some point, and hopefully soon, Louisville needs to go ahead and honor Tom Jurich, which if you want to generate conversation in Ooh. in May in this city, that's all you got to do. We know that firsthand from the radio. I like mean, Even when there's no substance to it. Remember last year, it was like the the early winter, early spring of Jurich, where it was like the, we had this like just debate every day about, do you want to bring him back? And it was just pointless because we knew it wasn't actually going to happen, but yet there was such a large move. We had we had people renting the scoreboard out at racing Louisville and Lou City games to, to, <laughs> to put out, bring Tom Jurich back uh, uh, you know, signs and stuff. So CL, he knows how to push buttons. He knows how to get clicks, knows how to get readers. That's, that's going to get you clicks. That's, I mean, look, he knows what pushes the buttons around in this area, and he's doing a good job. You need a columnist who's going to write stuff like this but, and but- generate attention. I mean, we're talking about it right now. Yeah, I mean, well, it's because you won't, you, you've given up on my fashion advice, but we'll get back to it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, what the hell? I, I mean, if you were to do a pecking order of statues required at Louisville, where would George land in that pecking order? Certainly behind Crum and Lamar. I would agree. I would almost even say even Schnellberger would should get one. I mean, I don't know how much more we can give. I mean, we've given him a lot, but. I would put him even ahead of George to a degree. I think if 
I think eventually time is going to remove the, the, the thorn from the rose and we're going to like, like Jurich will be viewed favorably by a healthy majority of the fan base right now. When I think, nostalgia kicks in. Yeah. And also like when we get further removed from how it ended and the, you know, the, the ugliness there and kind of the infighting, I think if Louisville can get on a steady path, if it can solidify itself and get back to being where we expect to be in basketball, have success in football, hopefully find conference stability, whether it's in the ACC or somewhere else, I think eventually people will look back and be like, man, you know, Tom Jurich, a lot of these facilities wouldn't be here without him. We may not be in this position without him. Look at the success that we had when he was here. Whereas right now, it's still very much a, like, I think people get annoyed by the contingent of fans that, like, still are like, got to bring him back, got to bring him back, got to bring him back. So much so that they want to point out maybe the flaws and, and the way that it ended more than they would if it was just this whole, like, that era was great, now it's over, we've moved on. But I think eventually you'll get to a point where when there's no longer that element of the conversation where people are just like, yeah, he was wildly successful here. He took us to a place that we didn't think was possible in as an overall athletic program. He deserves his due credit. I, I think we'll get there hopefully in the relatively near future. But right now it still feels like a little bit of a kind of a hot topic. I mean, you're going to put more crumb number one, right? Would you prefer the statue or the like the bronzing of like his his seat in the um center? Um, I wouldn't say put a statue in the seat. That'd be kind of kind of creepy looking, but like I could see like doing like like the seat always being empty, like for him waiting on. I'd him. want more of a. I mean, it was cool. Like I think the seat, the, the seat is reflective of the fact that he was so ingrained in the Louisville culture. like Even beyond his tenure, yeah. Which, which I like, but also it feels like, I think if you want to remember him, you want to remember him for what he he did as an actual coach. I'd rather have like the, in front of the Yum Center, maybe in like the, the lobby area with the rolled up program. Obviously. I think for him, like... Cause like you do have, I'm not to interrupt, but I mean, you do have the court, I guess, named after him already yeah. inside the arena. So You've already got that going. But if you're going to have like a little statue, I'd like to have that. I'd like it to be more about him you know, winning the championships than, it, than him just remaining true and loyal and, and kind of a fan, which was a, a cool part of his legacy. But I'm sure if he had to choose, he would have rather coached for another 10 years at Louisville and, and had success on the actual court mm. rather than just, you know, becoming a even more of a fan favorite by continuing to stay loyal to the program when he didn't have a reason to. And if we're going to put one in front of the football stadium, are we going with Schnellberg or Lamar? Lamar. I don't know why. Am I the only one that wants like to lean towards Snelly before Lamar, though? Well, you love everything that was like late 80s, early 90s. True, but also like without, I mean, he's, I mean, he's he is our Denny Crumb the football. I mean, right? Kind of, but it's I mean, it, kind. It, I mean, it's different. you're right. The football program was way lower than the basketball was when Denny took over. Yeah, but then we kind of like also went back down. Like we, you know, well, because yeah, well, he after he left, and we still never, you know, we've never won national titles. We've never no. Done but, that well, kind of I mean, no, but we've been. I mean, we may not even have football if it's not for him. I mean, he, not only that, I mean, he saved Miami too. Miami was going to lose their football program possibly. Yeah, I mean, he did clearly did a lot here, but it is it's. I mean, he had a losing overall record here. It's. Well, I don't think so. Went to only went to two bowl games in in whatever ten years. I mean, Lamar didn't win a national title here. But he won a Heisman Trophy. He did win a Heisman. I mean, a Heisman Trophy is it speaks pretty loudly. I, I think he. I think Lamar has to be above Howard on the pecking order, yeah. I, and I love Howard, but, I mean, losing record, two bowl games. Two, those two seasons were great, but. Yeah, Lamar only went to two bowl games. Well, he went to three bowl. He went to three bowl games in three years. I thought he went to two. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he was the MVP of the Music City Bowl his freshman year. Yeah. Then we played LSU and Mississippi State his sophomore and junior year. 
We lost to LSU. Did we lose? We lost to both. Okay. Because he played in the bowl game, Jair. So he had a losing record is what you're telling me. In bowl games. Just you won, won a Heisman Trophy. Pretty sure Snowberger didn't have a losing record in bowl games at Louisville. <laughs> he was 2-0. and Ah! He was 2-0. and Yeah! And one of those was a BCS game. Did Lamar win a BCS game? I mean, we beat a 6-6. Six and six I didn't ask you that. I just, yes or no. I, I look. Yes or no. Did well, Lamar win a BCS game, bowl game? Well, neither did Howard. I, it wasn't a BCS. There was no BCS. <laughs> it's an awful argument. I, and look, you put me in a position where like I've got to like I'm talking down to Howard. I love Howard. He clearly you did, hate Howard. He clearly did a lot for our football program, but I would not have him above Lamar. You're anti pipe. I want no. I want the pipe blowing out smoke for the team to run through. I've been saying that for years. I want a giant pipe blowing smoke for the team to run out in the field to. I think that's a great idea. That would be awesome. Nobody listens to me. That and the tiny-ass Cardinal bird landing at midfield before every game. Two incredible uh, ideas that would make us national news. Yeah, what One of those is really good. I'll let you decide which They're one. both great. <laughs> I don't know about that. If you want to train a flock of Cardinals to spell U of L, I mean, we why, can do that too. And why do we have to pick between the two? But can't we just get a statue of both? Yeah, we can. I mean, we already have we already have Johnny Unitas. We do. I mean, why, I mean, we we just I mean, there's three things you're gonna have a statue for in, in football. We've got one of them. The other two we're debating. Which the Johnny U statue is also symbolic. I mean, he didn't. You know, it's been talked about a lot. He did not do a whole lot here. At Barely UL, played here. But I know, yeah. You, yeah, if he'd been a no-name NFL player, like we would not be honoring Johnny Unitas. But he was one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So we have a statue for him. I think the Lamar statue also it gets the Heisman Trophy is clearly speaks for itself, but it you add value to it because he's had so much success in the NFL because he's a unanimous MVP. Like if he'd gone on to be a, you know, two years and out of the league without ever really playing, it'd be tougher. But I think that the, the Lamar statues are pretty easy sell to everybody. Well, Howard didn't get an NFL shot. He would have won if he had gotten it. He would have. He did go to FAU and, and, and he go, he goes to, he got, now he won a Super Bowl with the Colts as an assistant, I believe. There you go. Wasn't he on the Colts staff that won Super Bowl three? I think I have no idea. I thought he was. Or not Super Bowl 3. That would have been Super I'm sorry, Super Bowl 4. Because Super Bowl 3 was the Jets beating the Colts. There you go. Let's look it up. The Colts beating Colts won the Super Bowl against in one of the most unforgettable uh, Super Bowls. And they beat Dallas. When Dallas is the, that was the Dallas defensive player won the MVP. It was a field goal game. Boring game. Texture says, uh, dear sweet Lord, the innuendo is flying around today. Yeah, we, oh, yeah, It's, they it's are. been bad. They're it's floating. Been, it's been bad today. Text says we need to make this a thing, Fashion Friday. I'm willing to give you the help. I mean, people, I, I've got the knowledge. I've got the eye. Take, Didn't we you, discuss yesterday about you wearing a polo to, I, to, to TJ's wedding? It's a fashion statement. <laughs> it, it, a suit's so, so Excuse me for not being among the sheep, bah. I did respect the people yesterday. Bah. <laughs> I did respect the people last night at the premiere who, like, very clearly weren't like they weren't like celebrities, but if you dress like you're a crazy out there celebrity, like everyone's taking your picture, everyone's putting it everywhere. Like these people are wearing like crazy outfits, and I'm like, who is that guy? They're like, oh, it's like Jack's friend's cousin. I just showed up in a Spreewell jersey. You, I mean, they would have probably like put you all over WDRB. I, I, I would have been wearing like like an Akeem Olajuwon throwback jersey or something, like the one with the big rocket firing around on it, <laughs> the Steve Francis jersey look. Texas says you might have talked about it already, but why am I seeing UK fans screaming about the sky falling? Uh, about basketball. Why well, I, I think I thought they were just happy about football recently though. Well they're happy about that the, the cutter bowling yeah, kid. They got the yeah, the cut the cheese. But kid. basketball, it sounds like based on 
Oscar Sheeway's comments yesterday at the Combine that he's leaning towards staying in the draft. And then they were going after the um, the the Johnson transfer from San Diego State, who visited UK, had talked glowingly about UK recently, and then today he committed to Arizona. So oh no! There's a lot of talk that like Cal's not not he's doing, lost it, not getting it done in the transfer portal, not going to get Sheeway back. They're going to be too young next year. All this stuff. But, I'm pretty sure Cal's lost it. Has he lost his touch? I'm pretty sure. Five zero two four one four four fifty. Is his offense archaic? We'll take your thoughts. I mean, he's. I mean, we've seen it in the tournament the last two couple years, and he, then not in the tournament three years. His ago. time has completely passed him by. He had his one chance like a decade ago. Let it go, people. It's like the Sopranos. Pick a new coach. It was pre-pandemic the last time UK made a run to the second weekend of the tournament. I mean, it's clear he can't win the big one now. Texas says if you gaping hole. <laughs> if you see the video of John Hickenlooper, a Colorado senator, wearing a backwards hat. That'll make you put your hat forwards immediately. It shakes you to the core. Well, now I've kind of got to see this. Well, I mean, some people can't. A backwards hat's not a look for everyone. I think it determines on your forehead side. The first response is him wearing a, well, first of all, this guy's like 95 years old. The first result is him wearing a cowboy hat. That's all I see. That's okay. Cowboy. If you have a big forehead, backwards is probably not your best go. I'm with you there. Uh, you got And that's the problem with me a little bit, too, because I do have a giant forehead. But, you know, I didn't, at some okay. points in age, I didn't care. There's, if, if, look, if this, if this picture is not popping up on Google Images when I type his name in backwards hat, then it's not, 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 that it. not that prevalent. A lot of pictures of him in a cowboy hat. But he does strike me as a guy that should not. This guy's like 90 years old. Yeah, you can't wear a backwards hat when you're 90. Why not? Well, I guess you can, but it's going to look weird. You'll be doing it. Probably. Like where? I mean, what, I mean, I get, I get there are some age cutoffs, but I mean, Texas. How would I ever survive without the Big X, Mary and Harry update of the week? It's Megan. <laughs> Megan Markle. Did I get that right? Yeah, nailed it. I, I wish. <laughs> Texas TK trivia time. What famous actor played slide guitar on the Oasis song "Fade In and Out"? Fade in out. Um. I hear slide guitar, I think Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> I can't, well, she, she's, that's what I think of when I think of slide guitar. Is that Bonnie. your official? It's a famous actor is the question. Oh, know. it was an actor. What famous actor played slide guitar on the Oasis song? Bonnie, did, Bonnie Raitt did some, some amateur filming. Is that your answer? Like, no, no, it's not her. No. no, I'd watch that film. Um, Ethan Hawke. Kind of a good guess. He's, I know he's a musician. Uh, oh, oh, oh um, uh, no, uh, Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jill and all. No. No? Who is it? Johnny Depp. We went the, we went the wrong uh, artsy nerd guy. Yeah. Texas says if... You know, Johnny Depp... I'm going to tell this about you. Johnny Depp was playing the Viper Room. That's uh, the night that uh, Joaquin Phoenix OD'd on the steps. You've said that story, told yeah. story before. His little brother... Uh, you also mispronounced River Phoenix. Again. River Phoenix. Yeah, his little brother's one that's still alive. Still, yeah. Joaquin. Come Joaquin. on. Joaquin. Joaquin. <laughs> Texas says if those two split up, this is talking about uh, Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Megan Fox. Does Machine Gun Kelsey enter the public domain for our boy TK? <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, I need to go fund me. Start calling yourself Machine Gun Kelsey. You <laughs> should notice. <laughs> no, it's just I'm, I'm the same guy. Yeah, just put a little weight. Here, I'll rap for you. I also had a. <laughs> Wrapped a hard rock phase out of nowhere when people started making fun of me for 
being a rapper. I like Rage Against the Machine. There you go. Yeah. Take a break. When we come back, well, we'll have about 30 minutes to talk. We'll take some more text. We'll wrap up the week. Have a little fun. 502-414-1450. Happy Friday to you. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on song from like the late 80s that I'd never heard of. That was the Jets. Um, we had Oasis earlier. Yeah, we did. We had Hanson. Are these like the number one song like in five-year increments? No? Okay. Um, I have no idea. All bands with siblings. Oh, okay. We, we did we this never before. got that. Yeah. It's, uh, you, had, you had Van Halen. You had uh, uh, Hanson. The Jets were a family band. Uh, we've had Oasis. We've had Allman Brothers and now CCR. Okay. CCR is still one of the, like, the saddest stories when you talk about, when you talk about families. Like, because, like, John and Tom, like, hate each other, didn't talk, and, and they never got to reconcile because Tom got in a car wreck and received AIDS from the transfusion and passed away before he ever got to see John again. Oh, jeez. Like, they didn't see each other, like, like the, the last, like, 15 years or so of his life. That's sad. Yes. But John Fogarty's kind of a tool, so, you know. Way to bring it back home, Drew. <laughs> Maybe it's karma. I don't know. Then again, he'd be the one that should have the fusion, not Tom. Then I don't know. <laughs> we got a little over twenty minutes to go here before we get out of here for the weekend. Any big plans this weekend, TK? Uh, no, no. It's going to be a pretty boring, slow weekend. I'll. I'm going to watch the Rat Me Can't Jump reboot for you. You don't have to. I mean, I know. I want to. Uh, because. I don't know. I guess like punishment. I don't know. There'll be parts of you that I think there'll be parts that I think you'll enjoy. I mean, I'll get, I'll get, I should be able to get through it, right? I'd be willing to bet you come away with the same takeaway that I had because we both had the same reaction to the when the news originally came out that it was being made and to the initial trailer. I think you'll be like, it didn't need to be made. It wasn't great, but there were parts of it that I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. I just want to watch it because you saw it, and I just don't want to. I want to be able to like not say that I'm. Hey, if anything, I will give something a chance. And more often than not, very rarely can I, like, not sit through a, like, I can name you the movies on, like, one hand that I just could not get through all the way through. It was yeah, I very rarely just bail on a movie. Yeah, I TV mean, shows I'll bail on, but movies. Well, yeah, TV show, but movies, no. Like, the, I think the last two I can think of are probably Troy. I walked out of theater on that one. And then Elvis was so bad I couldn't get through it. Like, those are the last two that, like. How do you bail on Elvis? Because it sucked. Academy Award nominee. I don't know who they bribed to get that, but that movie sucked. Uh, it was horribly shot. The, the plot was bad. It, 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 there was nothing good about it at all. 
They took Elvis songs and like remixed them. I mean, it was just so bad. Sorry, my best friend's at the PGA today. Weber's up there in Rochester. Really? You're distracted? I get distracted for ordering DoorDash and you get mad at me on the air. You're over there just like chatting with your PGA friend. He's, well, he just sent me a picture of Jordan Spieth. His shirt is terrible today. That's what's just, it all comes back to fashion. Sky Scheffler, one shot back. All comes back. It's been a fashion day. Now, now you're, being, been. Yeah. you're distracted hearing me talk about something. I'm criticizing speech. While you're looking at Jordan. Yeah. He's right there on the, 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 the 15th tee there. I, were you going to describe his shirt as hideous? Hideous. Hideous. Corey Connors leads the tournament, by the way, six under par. Scotty Scheffler after a birdie at 14, just one shot back. Victor Hovland, two shots back at four under par. Keegan Bradley. God, it's, you rarely see a scoreboard like this at any golf tournament, but you've got one guy at six under, one guy at five under, one guy at four, and one at three. Kind of cool. Where did the, like, why, why do, like, where did the, like, terms birdies and stuff come from? Bogey. Like, is there, like, a frame of reference? This is like, it, it's like dealing with my kids all the time when Virginia's just like, why can you see the moon during the daytime? And I'm like, oh, God, I, I don't know. Well, you can, actually, in some, some cases. I know you can. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't have the answer to it. Oh. It's like these broad <laughs> questions, like, well, why was Jesus around a long time well, ago? No, like, just, oh, God, I don't know. But also, like, there's, like, a lot of bird references in, 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 in like, eagle, birdie. I mean, is there a pelican? No. Is there a flamingo? I mean, I don't know. I'm just curious. I have a curious mind. What can I say? Do you have any idea what the name for a uh, a double eagle in golf is? I think we've talked about this before. That's the that's the bogey, right? That's that's two over, right? No, a double eagle. So an eagle's two under, like making a three on a par five is an eagle. Do you know what it's called if you make like a two on a five? A double eagle. A Bronson Doyle. It's an albatross. That's a bird. Fred Calgill made an albatross at Crescent Hill recently. That that's a albatross is a bird and not just a mathematical toy used by. By Caesar. It's, it's an abacus. The, one of them's a bird, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, see? I don't know why. It's honestly, it's not a bad question. I don't know why they're all bird-related. Because a bogey's not, right? A bogey's not a bird. A bogey's over, right? A bogey's going over, though. A bogey's bad. See, bogey's- that's what I'm saying. Everything good's a bird. Why are golf terms named? It's the first thing that Google comes up with. But they're all good terms. Like, they all, all the good ones are bird names. It comes from, well, I, I guess, so apparently slang term back in the day, it Ooh. all, it, it's all, a, a bird was anything good in like the early 20th century. Okay. And so. So you call it birdies. Yeah. So like basically like they, they used names of birds to emphasize things that were, were good. Birdie is, is one under par, eagle, two under par, albatross, three under par. And what's. What's one under par? Birdie. Oh, okay. And then anything, anything else would be a hole in one, right? Well, that'd be also an eagle. I thought it was called an ace. It is, but it's technically it's an eagle, too, because it's a one on a three. It's two under par. These names are so confusing. Not really. Do I get any credit for the Bronson, Bron- Bronson Doyle drop, by the way? What was your... Don- when you said two, why did you say Bronson Doyle? Because because you said two, and I always think that unfortunately he just passed recently. But That's he was Doyle Brunson is his name. Yeah, he was named. But, but what was what was <laughs> You're the always hand? kind of close. What was the hand? I don't know. Ten two. I don't have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Probably because you said his name was Bronson Doyle. And that that's an actor, right? No. No, it's a wrestler. He's got to be exist. Somewhere. Action Bronson, isn't that his name? Action Bronson. That was a porn star. Is it? 
I think. It should be. Uh, Texas says, a friend of mine in high school had a shirt that said, Johnson Butcher Shop, you can't beat our meat. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Big Johnson shirts were always fun. Big Johnson shirts were good. I remember. Do you did remember? you have the cider shirts or not? No, I never had. I okay. never had anything like that. My dad would kick my ass. My, that was not going to be allowed. <laughs> yeah, my dad was nowhere around, yeah. so I was, I, was, I was clear sailing. Literally would have gotten my ass kicked. <laughs> um, I do remember vividly. I, I wish, this is where I wish, like, YouTube had been around in the 80s and 90s. I remember watching an old game on Fox 41. When they had the contract for U of L basketball games, mm-hmm. it was when we had like Nate Johnson, Eric Johnson, and then Jerry Johnson was like I think a walk on. Oh, it had been like ninety eight, ninety seven, yeah. maybe. I yeah. think a little bit earlier than that, maybe. Yeah. There was a girl in the crowd who was probably like in her, a teenage girl, and she she had a sign that says "Nobody beats our Johnsons," and then it had like Jerry, Nate, like in cursive down there below. And like I didn't know, like I'm young, like my dad's laughing his ass off. He's like, she's got a sign that says "Nobody beats our Johnsons," and I'm like. Uh-huh, like act like I know what it's talking about. It was not a joke that set in for me until a couple of years later. It's kind of unfortunate. I have, I wanted to make a T-shirt like that at Cardboard Heroes for the Bengals. You should have. There was a Bengals fan when they had uh, Rudy Johnson, Chad Johnson, and Jeremy Johnson, who was a Louisville native, went to Ballard, played at uh, IU and WKU, was on the uh, WKU championship team, uh, played fullback. And I was I remember being and talking with the Smack Apparel people that would do all the Smack shirts. Like you should get our Johnsons our best, and happen and happen. I'm like, I want that shirt copyright TM. Yeah. Action Bronson, by the way, is a white rapper. You sure, he's not a porn star. No. Texas Spencer's and Hot Topic are two different stores, and they both still exist. Yeah, but I mean, they they both kind of cater the same kind of off brand stuff, right? I guess. Texas TK, I'll be at the Bats game tonight. It would be an honor and make my fellow friends that listen jealous if I could get a picture with you. I won't be there. You're not going. He's he's doing. He'll be at Jefferson. Yeah, sorry, running the board. I tell you what, you know Come what? Come to Jeffersonville. No, no, no. Him. I'll be there. Go to section two hundred eight. I'm the fat guy sitting over there, uh, kind of heavy set dude in a t shirt. Just don't even bother. Saying, just come up to me and take a picture. I, I'll be good with that. I didn't tell you this yesterday. When I pulled in <laughs> in this house, we basically have like a neighborhood right behind the big fence in the parking lot here. The, the guy mowing his yard, like in the house immediately, looked dead up like you. Like was wearing like the same outfits that you wear, had like earmuffs on. Like, but the so, fact he's mowing a lawn, so you're like, no so, way. Yeah. Well, so much so that I was like, did Trevor get suckered into mowing this guy's lawn because he was here early and somebody like had a, a health accident and he's just being a good guy? For a brief instant, I was like, oh my God, that's Trevor. He's mowing a yard. I, I it don't, was not. don't think I've mowed a lawn since like 92. I'm going to go home and mow the lawn today. I, I seriously don't think I've mowed a lawn since like 92, maybe. Now, I did love the fact after you all pulled away, I, 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 I started to pull away myself and I was like, what the hell is that in the car? And I took a picture I put on Facebook or Twitter. Where oh, yeah, I laughed. The, about I was that, yeah. the irony of the fact we were talking about escape convicts. Prison Mike sticker. And there's a prison Mike sticker looking right at me. I'm like. Mary's like, I saw that too. It actually startled me for a minute too. I was like, what the hell? Like I had to do a double take on it because I was like, all I saw was like the, the, the sticker in the corner of my eye for a minute. <laughs> it's kind of scared me for a second. Did they catch that guy, by the way? No. Oh, yeah, they did. He was in a motel in Jeffersonville where all good things end. <laughs> Now, this was a good thing. Now, Jeffersonville, Indiana, or J-Town? Jeffersonville, Indiana. Okay, yeah. We're all good things. Jeffersonville, what do you mean? J-Town is Jefferson Town. I know. We've had this discussion. We're not getting into this again. There's nothing to get into. <laughs> the names are different. We're not getting into this again. <laughs> Texas says... You've uh, been forgiven. Texas says, the big news of the day, and you haven't told us uh, what you're wearing to the Reds-Yankees game tomorrow. 
Well, you're not wearing that because you're wearing it today. I'm, By the way, that would have been okay to wear. I think it would be too. That's barely, there's not very much. I mean, there's red on it. I've honestly gotten intimidated because, like, everybody I'm going with, even some guys who are Reds fans, have, like, ordered Yankee stuff to wear to this game. And I'm well, like, I'm like, no. I'm going to go, I think I'm going to wear, like, a, a white polo, like, just normal shorts, and then probably, like, a red U of L hat. Just well, so I can have some red in there. Don't, I don't have a good Reds hat. Do you have, do you not have, like, a, uh, well, you don't have other, you don't have a Reds jersey other than, I guess, the one you're taking. I've got red shirts. Yeah, but do you have, like, like, you could wear, you could wear the, like, the white Reds jersey. That would be okay, right? Well, I don't have that, but. Yeah, you don't do jerseys like that. Yeah, you're not a jersey guy. I'm not buying them. I would. If the organizations aren't giving them to me for free, I'm not buying them. God, I thought I was cheap. Uh, <laughs> well, I just don't buy jerseys. Well, I know. I, I don't get I don't get you. You're scared to pull them off. I mean, I, appreciate what you have in life, dude. Now, I'm going to go semi-neutral, slight lean towards reds. I'm going to have red in the outfit. You should have red in the outfit. Yeah. I think you could have worn that, honestly, and gotten away with it. They're, they're trying to give me crap for doing that. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm wearing, I'm not cheering for the Yankees. No, because even with the red, this red undershirt you've got underneath that, I mean, yeah. that's 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 fine. I mean, that doesn't stick out. Plus, it's got your name on. People think you're like, you get the, you get those looks like people going, is that a personalized jersey or a player? I don't know. Man, angry guys on one today. Why would you give a statue to a guy who couldn't win ten games and beat their rival as the Heisman? Well, he beat you twice out of three times. So, who's the angry guys team again? UK. He's a UK fan. Oh, okay. The whole like the whole like we beat Lamar is the weirdest thing that UK fans do, which is saying something. Like, well, it's questionable too because I still don't think that was a fumble. But like he lit you up all three years. You won one. I mean, even when we lost, we scored thirty eight points, and he had like five hundred fifty total yards of offense. Then you had to sit on the ball to kick your field goal because you were afraid to give it back to us. And the, the, well, they make it seem like he played one game against Kentucky and they beat him and derailed his Heisman. He still won the Heisman. <laughs> he still beat you the other two years you played. It's the weirdest thing that they do. Angry Guy also says, do you realize all old-time coaches had rolled-up programs? No, they didn't. No, they didn't, actually. This guy's also, in addition to being annoying and, like, just downright mean, he's also wrong about everything that he texts in. <laughs> it's almost impressive. It's almost impressive? Almost. TJ texted, Lamar at least never lost to UK. I mean, they lo- they love this. It's incredible. Like, they, they, they talk about the Lamar, the one win, more than they talk about the domination over us over the last four years. Who would you, now, I know UK does have a statue for the, the black players that, that, that were, like, one of the SEC's first. Okay. Yeah. And you have them honoring, which is awesome. I can't remember their names. Sorry about that. But, um, like, if you're UK, though, who would you then, – then who would be your statue if you're UK? Tim Couch? Bill, Bill, Bill Curry? Uh, Antonio Farrell? Devin Leary? This this cutter bully yeah, kid. Yeah, picture of Will Levis eating a banana. <laughs> Drew Barker getting knocked out. Tactic <laughs> tolls in, in with a wand. <laughs> I mean, like you really? I mean, Stevie Johnson getting loose. I mean, do you, do you put? Do you make one for Rich Brooks? It's like him sitting on like fishing with his with his daughter behind him rapping. Craig East. Craig. R2's Penner. <laughs> no, Mo Williams would get for R2. Mo Williams was cool. Mark Higgs. We they had go, some cool players that I like. Go real far back on that one. Yeah. Texas says <laughs> that damn Cardinal bird at midfield has to happen. I, I could not agree more. I went so far as to like bring bring in somebody from the Louisville Zoo back in the day to, to get into it. Because John was adamant that you couldn't train a Cardinal bird. I'm like, you can train you a Cardinal bird. You can't train a Cardinal bird, dude. A zoologist begs to differ. She's <laughs> like, you absolutely can train a Cardinal bird. You can't train a Cardinal bird, and I can't be hypnotized. Why do you think you know more than a zoologist about how to what you can and can't do with birds? First, uh, 
because they 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 do all all the zoo animals. They don't they're not specialized just in cardinal birds. Have you ever seen a trained cardinal bird? That's what I want to see. No, and it breaks me to my core. You're not going to see it. I'm, we could. There's just some things in life that you're not going to ever see, dude. Texas says, uh, which side of the Oasis Brother feud is Mike on? <clears throat> Team Liam. Uh, also, is there really a side? Like, okay. Also says, Troy, the movie is great. Trevor stays being wrong on this show. Oh, Troy's awful. The movie, they, did, they spent half the time doing just close-up show, shots of uh, Brad Pitt's butt crack. Then the scene where, then what was the scene, the really bad one where he does something dramatic and it like it zooms in on him like real I've slow. He's got the tear coming down his eye like he's the Indian from the 70s like trash commercial. He's like crying. I was, I was just like, I'm done. I'm out. I can sit through the, 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 the white girl dance movie with Julia Stiles, but I'm not sitting through this crap. Uh, Texture agrees with you. Says Schnelly over Lamar because Lamar never would have been here without Howard. We would have dropped football. I don't know if we would have dropped football. I mean, maybe a little hyperbolic with that, but we were pretty damn, talked about. Yeah, we were close to. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to remember also. I mean, you say the same thing somewhat with Bobby Bowden with Florida State, as well as like in Howard with Miami too. Both those programs were all but ready to go out the door. Texas says uh, this is so painful to listen to at five forty. Not, I have no idea what we were talking about, but I'm sorry. You're probably right. Yeah, you got to be more specific, dude. Texas scale of one to ten, how likely is it that we get Caleb Love? Don't make me do. I mean, I don't three and a half. I'm not even a total guess. Three and a half percent. Texas says you can't convince me that Travis Branham doesn't purposely put Louisville in on transfer potential landing spots just to see Louisville Twitter go crazy. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I mean, Branham Branham was also one of the key, like DJ Wagner, up and down, new info yeah. every single day, and then it turns out he was just always going to go to UK. He, I think he's the one that picked him to go to UL like the day that we hired. Bane, right? Yeah, he, he put it in like a crystal ball. Yeah. And then everybody else followed suit. Texas says, I appreciate the great radio all week. Uh, nobody beats our Johnson. You guys have a blessed weekend. Our boy, Kentucky Krug. See, some UK fans like the show. Yeah, yeah. Krug's a good guy. Texas says. Get that AC fix, Krug. Texas says, you guys just had this conversation. Trevor said, what's one under par? Birdie. What's two under par? Eagle. What's three under par? Albatross. So what's one under par? <laughs> that did just happen. Did it? Yes. <laughs> I already forgot the order again. Texas, following up on yesterday's Oscar Meyer conversation, they missed out on a huge marketing idea by not teaming up with Kansas to offer NIL deals to Grady Dick and Hunter Dickinson. They did. <sighs> the Grady Mobile. Texas says Troy's Troy's overrated except for the first ten minutes. It was just it was another one of those like, hey, the the Gladiator movie. It was it was just riding on the it was it was just like being a, a horse to death at the end of the gladiator phase. I get that and Sparta and the 300 and all those other crappy movies. And then like Troy was like the very end of it. Like this is, this is the last we can do. It's like flood when, when, when they were, everybody was making the whole volcano movie. Uh, the, this is so painful to listen to guy uh, clarifies says I was referring to Trevor's three brain cells banging into each other while Mike was explaining golf terms. <laughs> I've got six brain cells. Texas says it's just a cardinal TK, not a cardinal bird. Yeah. We mean a cardinal, huh? What's the difference? Well, it's it's repetitive. Like if you're saying you wouldn't say eagle bird. Is that like saying ATM machine? Yeah, ACC okay. conference. Okay. All well, right. kind of, but it's also just like it's just not the name. I mean, but you wouldn't say like hawk bird. I saw a hawk bird. <laughs> I saw an eagle bird. There goes a pigeon bird. 
<laughs> Maybe you would. I don't know. I went straight into Larry Bird. <laughs> you really? No. No. But it was funny, right? <laughs> Texas fun drinking game while watching the movie Troy. God, people have solid opinions on Troy. <laughs> Why is all this Troy love Every time from? they say the term the gods, take a shot or a drink. <laughs> is that that but see, When you have drinking games like that for a movie, you're admitting that you're agreeing with me that's bad, right? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Is there so Texter sent in a picture of Jack in the Box coming soon? I don't know if this is in Louisville or not. I've heard of that, but he says, "Look at those bleeping tacos! Yum, Trevor, me, you, Jack in the Box, late night drive-through okay. burger smash." I, I must say this now because I, I, I like Jack in the Box to a degree, but that's probably because I've only had it like uh, maybe five, six times. You've always been late night. It, well, it was always late night, and it was always like five or six times. So, like naturally, if they come down, if they build one here, it was like Zaxby's. Like when Zaxby's was like. We didn't have Zaxby's here for a long time, and there was one in Bowling Green. Like, that was the, the thing. Like, you're going to see somebody in Bowling Green. Let's go to Zaxby's. Like, now Zaxby's been here for, you know, almost 15 years. It's kind of like, ah, oh, Zaxby's. That's how, like, Jack in the Box is going to be. It's going to be cool. The nudists will wear off. It's not bad. It's the one of the cool thing about Jack in the Box is it's 24 hours, and they pretty much offer about everything under the sun. Like, you can get egg rolls at Jack in the Box. So, the, and, the, and the burger's okay, but it's not the greatest. It'd be a nice change of pace to have something other than just White Castle and Taco Bell to pick from after 11 o'clock. Apparently, that Jack in, Bo- in the Box is going where the cursed steak and shake was on Barstown Road. Oh, I missed that. Oh, it's going to be That steak and shake, I mean, went there all the time. The slowest service of any place in Louisville, consistently. You could go there with like one other car in line, just get one milkshake. It was going to take you 35 minutes. Clearly, you've never been to the McDonald's on Lewis and Clark. It, also bad. That place, like... One day I had to do a bats game, and I had like 45 minutes to, before I had to be there. It's across the bridge, though. And there was three cars in line at McDonald's, and I passed because I didn't think I had enough time. Texas podcast listener, can we acknowledge that a couple of days ago Trevor correctly used the word hyperbolic, and then four minutes later, Texas says he did it again! Exclamation point. Yes! Yeah, you know what it means. You're good. Can I get... Where is the love? I, I get made fun of when I screw the words up. Get some credit when you get words right. I should get credit. You nailed it. Thank you. Texas is high character warrior. Sounds like a Butch Jones saying. <laughs> that's, that's a good call. Yeah. It does, that's a good Butch. <laughs> Texas says if it's just cardinal, then what the hell is that damn tree? Put a Stanford reference. Yeah, because it's because the, they're the Stanford Cardinal, but they're they're the Cardinal because of the color, right? Not the bird. And I still it's still weird that their mascot's a tree. That's the whole other. Yeah, that's that's the horse of a different color to go down. Yeah, I don't I don't know if we talk about that one. Texas Jack in the Box tacos are so bad. Oh, I'm sure they are. I know people hate Jack in the Box, but I can't. It's something different. Can't we just? Yeah, I want them down here though. I, I, Del Taco is another one now. That I don't like Del Taco. I've had Del Taco. I liked it, but it was like one of those where it was just it, it was different and it was the first time I ever had. It. It's been like probably 15 years at this point. I mean, it's I it's, probably wouldn't like it's it. It's Taco Bell level, and it in the fact that it, it tastes gets, a lot like Taco. Bell. I think because it's different. Is you're right. The same exactly. way, like it's like I don't want different. If I'm if I'm gonna get something. You know, I want to at least be above Taco Bell level. I don't need to be around the same level. Like I've Taco got Taco Bell. Texture says, uh, I also live in South Florida. Listen every day. I stay repping the Ville. Sends in a picture of their car with two nice little Cardinal uh, license plate magnets. South Very Florida, cool. Miami? Well, South Florida. Isn't that Miami, right? Miami's in South Florida. That it is. But could be somewhere else in South Florida besides Can Miami. you name another town in South Florida? I mean, Tampa. Tampa's not south, I don't think. It's all part of South Florida. That was more like a western. Florida. I mean, you, there are like lots of cities. Fort Myers is in South Florida on the panhandle. It's, do you want me to type in cities in South Florida? I mean, I only have like four minutes, but I kind of do. 
Uh, Miami, <laughs> Orlando is technically South Florida. Tampa, Tallahassee, Jacksonville, Destin, Fort Lauderdale. Wait, Tallahassee's like up in like the upper. I thought Tallahassee was up closer to the northern, like near. What's coming out? Pompano. Is there any city they don't consider South Florida? Um, Do they consider Jacksonville South Florida? I don't see it on here. Uh, Fort Lauderdale, Hialeah, Hollywood, Miramar, Miami Gardens, West Palm Beach. All right, everybody's in South Florida. Plantation, Sunrise, Boca Raton, Boynton Beach, home of Lamar Jackson. Boynton Beach is basically Miami, right? I mean, I think they're all close to Miami. Yeah, that's all Dade County area. Um, It's in Palm Beach County. That was Dade. Palm Beach County, Boynton Beach. 57 miles north of Miami. Okay. But Miami's in Dade County. Yeah. I know that. I'll never know not know that. Tampa's not in South Florida, by the way. I'm totally wrong. (laughs) I told you. I knew at least I had that one right. Totally wrong. Thank you. Um, I've been to Tampa. I don't think I've, I never have. Clearly. My I, cousins live in Tampa. I've been down there like within the last couple oh, that's of years. Right. Yeah. You down there. Uh, last night, by the way, we were both uh, wrong. Speaking of being wrong on the Lakers Nuggets game. <laughs> Nuggets win 108, 103. What is Lamarty choke or something? LeBron Not Lamar, LeBron choked. Yeah. yeah. He's real bad down the stretch. Uh, tonight, we got Heat Celtics game two. Miami leads the series 1 0. Boston is a 10 point favorite home uh, at home. 8 30 on TNT. TK, who you got? What is with these bookies with these? Yeah, spreads, man. I'm going to be betting this because I'll be over the river. Uh, I'm taking Miami, but I'm not taking them to win tonight, but to cover. Just cover? Yeah. Boston bounced back some wins in a close game. Boston wins and covers. You think they're going to cover the Celtics 10? big. Win by 18. That's a lot of freaking points to lay in a conference. Seize by 18. It's happening. Does Mage get it done tomorrow win the Preakness? Who you got? Oh, yeah. It's all about the Mage. All about the Mage. We're going for the Triple Crown. Yeah. And then the big game tomorrow, Reds-Yankees. With me in attendance, do I get thrown out? Do the Reds win? Uh, Reds win, but you don't get thrown out because you're a nerd. I'm a nerd. You're gonna suck it up, and you're gonna wear something Yankees. Probably. I think the Yankees are gonna roll too. I think I think it's gonna be bad. I'm gonna be like, yeah, go Yankee. I'm just gonna start cheering for the Yankees when they're up sixteen to nothing. <laughs> but I hope will, will you storm the field? Yes. We. <laughs> You'd never do a streak. You you you, no. you pretend like you would. Be <laughs> no, I never. I, I'm not gonna pretend like I would. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Well, you take your shirt off in public. Oh yeah, I've done that. I've done that at a Reds game before. Okay. Yeah. Um, probably not anymore. But I was when I was like twenty three. Sure. I saw Renshaw drop his pants at a, at a Cardinals game. Yeah. Not on purpose though. He was chasing the beer guy up the, up the aisle and he forgot his belt was loose. Awesome. On that note, we say goodbye for the week. <laughs> Everyone have a fantastic nice weekend. If he was wearing underwear. We'll see you guys back here Monday at three o'clock. Go Reds. Go Cards. Hey.